The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Well, hi everybody. Thank you. Thank you for downloading and listening to episode 83 of The Gutter Skypes. We opted not to do Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies this particular session. And it well, mainly it was because Nikki was unable to make it. She had other things that had to go on. And we instead played Fiasco and had a grand good time. We decided to use the Dragon Slayer module that applies to this particular game. So there it is. I don't know what much more to say about this particular session, except that uh, it was a fiasco game and therefore was very unpredictable and very fun to do. Present for the session were Mark Kinney, and we thank him very much for game mastering uh, essentially a GM-less game, but because he's uh, quite so quite so very familiar with the wor uh, rules, he ends up being the de facto GM for the games because he's uh, well because he knows he knows it very well. Uh, and also, of course, was Andros, and he was playing Pico. Uh, Mark Kinney, by the way, was playing. Well, actually, I'll let him introduce his character in the gameplay. Uh, made me laugh. The name, anyway. So, listen for that. I was playing Pluto Slink, and Blind Geek was playing Fandratha. That's about as far as uh, I can go with it, really. It, it's tough to describe a fiasco game, <laughs> as you probably well know. So, please enjoy, and uh, here we go. Hello. 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 Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going. Uh, <laughs> it continues. Yeah. <laughs> it exists. It continues to go. Yay. We like things, things that make it go. The, <laughs> <laughs> the hours went by, I couldn't stop them. Hmm. Wow, huh? <laughs> yeah. So how's it been going? Well, I, I, I. <laughs> congratulations, Adam, on your, on yes. your new. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Employment. Thank you very much. Oh, good. Wow. Wow. It. 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 I. I could. I could talk about it for minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, it's it's one of those things that was just. This is strange. Did we lose yeah. someone? I no? think we lost. I'm still here. Nikki. But she's not here. I don't think we yeah, had. Nikki is uh, not expected actually uh. to make it this evening. So, but I handed her to the group anyway because I thought maybe I'll actually figure out how to go find an old group. Mm. <laughs> 
if I stay in Skype long enough, I might figure out, like, let's see, you've had groups before. <laughs> Where are they? Um, but, yeah. It dropped the icon when it couldn't get in touch with her. Okay. Anyway, continue. You were saying I didn't mean to... Oh, uh, this is this is kind of what's kind of strange about this is it was a fluke. I I was uh, I was in um, some pretty dire straits here, mm-hmm. and had taken to the road to see you know what was out there. If 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 I have any kind of a job hunting tip for anybody, mm. it's don't apply online. Hmm. Wow. There's a lot of places yeah. you can only apply online now. Exactly. Exactly. You can't, uh, I mean, you can't, oh, for example, say go to a Home Depot and say, I'd like to fill out an application, please. Those days are over. Mm. They figured out how to get rid of all those people by just telling them, oh, go home and apply online or go to a library or you can do it here. Sit down at our computer. Oh, but our computer is broken. Mm-hmm. You know? Because some of them even have kiosks set up for just that purpose. But yeah, major giant retail, for what uh, for whatever reason, it isn't uh, doing that anymore. You can't fill out an application or talk to anybody on site that does any hiring. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like everybody anybody looking for a job is now a set of data. They're now um, a collection of information that. In a great big giant pile that you can push off to the side and not worry about anymore if you're a company. So anyway, um, yeah, so I, there was this one place that I stopped at that was uh, – it looked like they did a pretty busy trade in uh, in um, um, uh, shipping and receiving, and they, they had a, a warehouse area. And I thought, what the hell, you know, it's what I was doing for a good long time. And I just, I stop in with a resume and said, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to fill out an application and maybe uh, if there's anybody on site that does that has hiring makes hiring decisions. And it, it it turned out that one of the gentlemen that run the place was like right there. Hmm. And the the woman handed my uh, resume to him and he took a look at it and he actually took me aside and sat down and talked with me. Wow! Wow! Can you imagine that happening? I know. Like in the, in the in this world? <laughs> I was astounded. Yeah. I was overjoyed. That's fantastic. It was fantastic and 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 that just by itself was was a a cool thing to have happen at all. Mm-hmm. And it uh, the the way it's it's uh the way it shaped up was it, you know, I mean at first glance and on first conversation it, he really didn't it didn't look like he wanted to it didn't look like he, he wanted to give me any kind of false hopes or anything, and he pretty much uh, told me that he didn't have anything, but that he'd keep my information handy. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I could ask for, you know? That's that's better than I was getting from anywhere else. Anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said, and uh, so I, you know, shook hands, and that was it. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I didn't really expect to hear back. And this morning... I, I had a message that said uh, he had showed my 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 resume to his partner, and they wanted to ask me a few questions. And all of a sudden, like I was like, "Wow, okay, yes." <laughs> <clears throat> cool. 
cool. So I gave him a call back, and I w- and uh, and I went over there and and sat down and talked with them. The job, this isn't just a you know, oh cool, I got interviewed and I found a job. The job is what I do, mm-hmm. and what I've been doing since 1995. Nice, cool. Imaging, imaging uh, uh, objects, inventory. I mean, I was doing it with props, cataloging whole shows and and setting them up. And I mean, I created the database and inventory system for for the whole, for the the shop and the props and. Tra- tractor trailers and the costumes and all the stuff that belonged to the theater because they had so much that they were buying the same things over again because they couldn't find what they had before. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the designers were putting three or four of the uh, three or four things in a show that he had seen in other shows that were the same item, <laughs> just repainted. <laughs> so, so and and so that's what I'd been doing like since '95. And these guys have essentially uh, what they have is a, is a, a, a windows, doors, fixtures, everything to do with uh, home improvement that needed to, that needed to be put online and and photographed and and updated in the database and all the rest of this. And I was like, this is like hand in glove. How did this happen? <laughs> How did this happen? And and uh, and they essentially, I mean, the, the the they look over my stuff and they said, yeah, you you want to start. Thursday next week. Ooh, cool! And like I, my head must have lit up like a hundred and twenty watt bulb. <laughs> yeah. Cool. To read to yeah, bring an old theme back up again. And here's the biggest, the biggest icing on the cake. Of, well, I don't know about the biggest. It's it's a thirty minute walk from my house. Wow. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I I I'm like holy crap! <laughs> what a day. What a day. So I'm ecstatic, and I've taken up the past 10 minutes telling you all about it, and I don't care because I'm glad. <laughs> oh, that's great. Congratulations. So are we. Yeah. Thank you. So Thank you, you haven't started yet, or you have? I have uh, not not started yet. I start next week, but I'm probably going to do probably going to be doing quite a bit of homework before then just to get myself uh, back up to running speed when I start. <laughs> yeah, prior to this, it had been, uh, prior to this, it had been temp agency day work. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's been in that position knows that it's just not the most pleasant. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's saddening. It makes you sadder to go well, to you, some of the things that they. You never know to. if you're coming or going, right? Or is that? Yeah. yeah. Or if or you're really lucky, yeah, they might actually want to hire you. One of these places you go to temporarily. But. And if you really like <laughs> like that place yeah. and want the that, job. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that would that mm. would be a bonus. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a plus, usually. Wow. So yeah, that that uh, and and of course that the the uh, temp stuff is, as you said, you, you're you're either, you you don't know that you're going to be there the next day. And sometimes it'll last three months. Sometimes it'll last six months. But uh, and and also in some places, in some places. The temps can't even get in and out of the building, you know, unless they're like, unless they're trailing along, holding the hand of some somebody that actually works there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, wow, that was uh, pretty. That was pretty awful there. Anyway, mm. wow, cool. Very nice. 
Thank very you. Cool. Thank you very much. And now I'll settle back and, and let somebody else tell how their day was or week. The best I can say is that I evidently need to call somebody about playing a game of, of Scrabble sometime. So. <laughs> you had your Scrabble set out in public, didn't you? Well, that was a couple of weeks. That, that was like last uh, last week, yeah. Oh, okay. But this is about someone who apparently doesn't mind bagpipes and and the and zombies. So. Okay. Who in their cool. right mind minds bagpipes <laughs> and zombies? I mean, come on. <laughs> zombies playing bagpipes. Yeah, oh, even I like that. Yeah. <laughs> there could be bagpipes made out of zombies. And the it best could? part oh, is, God. the best part <laughs> is. The best I'm part sorry. is when you hear the zombies groaning and the bagpipes playing, they kind of mesh. <laughs> wow, yeah. Mm, brains. Mm. <laughs> you get a couple of nasal zombies in the background. Bagpipes made out of zombies, I'm writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they came man. pretty close to that in Army of Darkness, didn't they? I think the, <laughs> the bone parts were made out of skeletons in one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, think of it, wow. skeleton wouldn't actually have air to blow into the bagpipes, but he was doing yeah. it anyway. It does. It's it's Army of Darkness. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, it it just makes makes me think of this uh, this game that was out a few years back called uh, Battleground Fantasy Warfare. As far as I know, it's still out there. It's that miniatures game, like, but it's on cards. And one of the, mm. the of, of the factions is an undead faction, and they have the giant catapult, which consists of a light wagon with half with with a like giant's upper torso, <laughs> throwing rocks. Yeah, I thought maybe they were actually catapulting giants. That would have been interesting, but it doesn't quite have the style of of half of an undead giant throwing things. That's true. <laughs> it throws handfuls of witches. <laughs> yes. Wow. I, I keep going back to the old Penny Arcade uh, spoof on uh, gear in World of Warcraft, and, and they talk about uh, the hunter. The, the, their, I, I forget the exact context, but some hunter, which uh, was missing from some raid party, and and the exact perfect thing that a hunter would want like a bow mm -hmm. drops and nobody else in the party has a, any real particularly good use for it but it's the absolute uber most awesome amazing bow mm. doesn't shoot arrows shoots witches <laughs> <laughs> right, <I remember> that. <laughs> and and of course somebody from the party that, that has no use for it, like a warrior or something is like hey dude, look at me i'm a hunter and he's uh. messing with it <laughs> uh, that made me that made me laugh until i stopped Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically the right thing. I have to call somebody about playing Scrabble sometime and I've been listening to Owner's Share, which is awesome. So Owner's Share. Yeah, it's the uh, sixth one of the Golden Age of the of the Solar Clipper. Wow. Nathan Lowell series, you know? Yeah, is this recent or you you're listening uh, to it again? Oh no! I, I I just realized that it was out there, and so I I I downloaded the whole thing last night, and I well well not last night it was but it's been a few nights, but I've been listening to it pretty steadily whenever I can. 
Yeah, I remember you mentioned that series when we were talking about uh, when we first started talking about the Patrick O'Brien series too, because it mm-hmm. was somewhat similar, but more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course I still haven't gotten to it. <laughs> but well, well, the whole thing is out there now, so you don't, you you don't have to wait for the next installment to like, drop down. Excellent. Oh, I did hear something today you'd be interested in, Adam. Um, one of the um, uh, audiobooks uh, online companies, you know, that, that download it for like uh, Kindle or that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, in addition to, um, oh no, it was, it was, excuse me, it was audiobooks. It was book audiobooks. Um, we're carrying the Goonie Show. Goon, was it Goon Show? Goonie Show. Oh, the Goon Shows. The Goon yeah. Shows. Yes, yes. Uh, so that was kind of interesting that they're still out there. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad they're available. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very glad they're available. Cause I'm I, glad I was, more people uh, are finding out about them. Yeah, what I was hearing was that people were having a hard time finding them, and then suddenly there they were. <laughs> Strange. Well, I've I got the uh, the the everything every known recording mm. collection from uh, one of the uh, old time radio sites um, from ages ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I did, and this is sacrilege. Uh, Blind Geek, you're going to have to pretend you didn't hear this. <laughs> uh, you're not, because you, you generally you're not supposed to. This is for my own personal use. This is not recommended and condoned by the gutter skypes in any way. I, I edited each episode to remove the musical segments. And you're not supposed to do that. I mean, you're not supposed to alter uh, the classic archived recordings like that. That is sacrilege, but I understand why you did it. Yeah, you've heard them. And it's kind of like, yeah, well, okay, it's a music break. And they did that in all the shows. That that format, what they, they... they do a bit of comedy, they like ten minutes of comedy, then they'd have a music break, they do another ten minutes of comedy, then they'd have a music break. And the music breaks, I gotta tell you, on the Goon Show mm-hmm. were okay, but you just I just didn't want to hear them. They just weren't my stuff. But uh I've got yeah, so I've made a couple of uh I've got a couple of CDs on the shelf here that say Goon Show no music. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that I know, I'm not grabbing the one that's got Max Geldre playing the harmonica. Uh oh, did we drive through a tunnel? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think so. I got a brief box. So that's what the problem is. with this call. <laughs> you know, I noticed I that last so time uh, we, we we get that noise that we same noise we get when someone drops out of the call, but mm-hmm. it's usually just to announce when someone's having latency or something. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, because I remember, remember we heard it a few times, and we're all going, what was that? <laughs> and then there was a couple of times where we lost uh, uh, Andros. We lost you entirely for a while. Oh. Yeah, that and happens. And then you came back. I came back. And then you came back. <laughs> and you still don't have the buzz. Oh, excellent. LEDs. All right. Yep, yep. I like my new light bulb. It doesn't make noise. Slick. <laughs> I think it's Blind Geek's turn to tell us all about... I'm sorry, wait a minute. 
Oh, that's right, Andros. You were talking about the uh, audiobook thing. Oh, the audiobook thing. They were carrying the Goon Show, and um, no, the only only other thing to report is our um, our wedding invitations came in today, so we're going to get ready to send those out. Yay! We have. Hold on. Uh, I, I downloaded the timer thing. Fifty nine days. <laughs> you have a timer thing. Yeah. Well, you have a, a, a widget. Yeah. Well, the, the, the phone has a, a. They call it a doomsday clock. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but it's a countdown timer. Oh, and, wow! Uh, okay. Erica had it on hers, and every once in a while she'd going, "Do you know what day it is?" <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to download it from my phone too. There you go. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So when I'm at work and people going, "So when's the big day?" I I pull it out and tell them exactly when it is, and they look at me funny for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man. This is a man that keeps track of significant events. Mm-hmm. Very cool. It'll carry you far. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I need to. I need to. Oh, I was going to send out an email to everybody to make sure I get your mailing addresses so I can send you all an announcement. It, uh, if you had any kind of an auto function that did that for you, or maybe you would, I think you got mine recently, right? Well, at any rate, I replied to it and sent you the the correct address. Oh, you're right. I already did send that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as, as soon as I was thinking about it, I sent a uh, request to everybody, didn't I? There you I, go. I really ought to read my email sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that so many times myself. <laughs> wow. Cool. By the Thank way, you, I, to uh, the most recent gutter skypes, and good job on the on the robot editing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know I figure uh, you know so far as sound effects and special effects and you know spicing up the show I I I don't think anybody else really does that you know in other podcasts so I thought <laughs> maybe uh, maybe I could uh, teach some folks a few things. <laughs> God, I highlighted and threw a filter on a couple of pieces of dialogue. That's about it, <laughs> and then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, you know, better than those special effects, right? It is. It, 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 it's helpful. But you know, you joke, but you're the one that inspired me to go this route because of the Seven Skies thing when the big ship comes up and or the big uh, prophet. Like I, like I yeah. said, like I said, you can hunt me down and kill me for that later. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Hey, did you guys play Monday? Uh, we did. And it's, uh, listen to me, wow, I'm not even going to say this because I'll just embarrass myself. I'll just do it quietly in the background while you continue speaking. La, la, da, 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 da. I'm not opening up the, uh, Firefox here at all. La, la, da, 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 da. Please continue. I, I, I'm not sure what you, where you were going with the question, but yes, uh, we, we, Nothing, we did. No, forget it. Forget it. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, the answer to your question is yes. I think. Okay. Cool. So that'll be interesting to see what kind of backlash I get for that later on, assuming we're talking about the same thing. I'm on the backlash, I'm just, uh... on the backlash on the forums. All right. What I'm doing is I'm bringing up Firefox to see if there's a new MTMJ out. <laughs> oh no, there's. Uh, well, the last one was number thirteen, so. Um, if you've seen that, then you've got the most recent one. 
Leopard Women of Venus. Ah, the lead thing on the blog there is Leopard Leopard Women of Venus. And we'll be talking about that, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, that one came out. Uh... Oh, I haven't heard that. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. Oh, good deal. All right. All right, everybody. Monkeys took my jetpack, number 13. Well, that's when this... Yeah, this is... Uh... This is being recorded long after that came out. <laughs> At any rate, so you've already heard it. See, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm well, they may not I'm, have. You never know. Not everyone. Maybe, maybe there are some that that have not. Yeah, and if they haven't, uh, what's the matter? Why? You know, it's like sitting yes. sitting next to the dessert cart where everything is free <laughs> and not touching anything. What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay, that was it. That's pretty much what I wanted to find out. I, I borrowed your voice for a soundbite. By the way, I hope that's all right. Thank you. I, I now whenever we mention the gutter skypes, you hear the gutter skypes. Oh yeah, I, it was. I hope that doesn't irritate people too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, that's cool. I mean, that that uh, what I should probably do is uh, uh, get hold of the the chimp screen that you use and throw that <laughs> in at the end. Every I'll time send we, it. Uh, I'll send it, send it to you. Oh, excellent. Thank you. I can drop that in after we say, monkeys took my jetpack. What will probably happen next is Nikki will come Nikki will come back and randomly <laughs> throughout the show just say, monkeys took my jetpack. Well, they're already, they're kind of doing that now with the, because uh, whenever we say monkeys took my jetpack.com or mtmjetpack.com, the, I play the web sound, the, the chimp right. sound. Right. And, uh, so now Pat and Josh... And Nikki, take great delight in saying, MonkeysTookMyJetpack.com. <laughs> oh, you mean MTMJetpack.com? Yeah, MTMJetpack.com. And, yeah. Just like that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you, you probably end up using a, a shorter, quicker, higher-pitched version of the chimp screen that'll start to sound like birds chirping. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like kids. They keep, they keep poking at it just because, you know. Yeah, saucy, wicked Don't play children. with that. Well, I found, I found, you Hug can only on do it scab. so many times, you can only do that so many times, then the monkey gets angry. <laughs> Ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> Ooh, then it, yeah, then it turns the jetpack on you like a flamethrower, and then all hell <laughs> Okay. I am negligent, but only half negligent. Hmm. Okay. I haven't been keeping up with a lot of stuff, mainly because, um... Well, mainly because of the, uh, and this is no excuse really, but the employment situation was really starting to um, chew away at my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, with, with that having changed so wonderfully well, I'm less, uh, I'm less distracted and more. That's why I can't find it. I don't have it open. I, I only gathered emails uh, rather than um, picked and selected forum posts. So folks that uh, posted with comments about uh, the previous episode on the forums, I'm afraid I'm going to I'm going to end up missing some of that because I only had uh, I, I I got up to the hour for recording, and I've got uh, only the emails that we received. So and what I'm doing so, is opening up the text file to find them. I'm sorry, Mark, yes? So welcome to the world. So welcome to the world. 
Yeah. I know you expected to get your forum posts read, and since they weren't, <laughs> welcome to... No. <laughs> I was hoping that would make a return in some form. That's, cr- that's great. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. I always, I always forget to, to try and bring that back. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I just pasted it into the Skype thing. And just let me know if nobody is... Uh, if anybody... Who hasn't got it? Does it start with email from Hex Games? You've got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Oh, speaking no, of Hex or... Games, I do apologize for the Sex Lies and Ultra Spies yum yum snafu. I feel I know it's just one of those things, and but I just still grr, it irritates me. I didn't see it. So now, see, even after you pointed it out, I didn't see any yum yum snafu myself. Just that um, the numbers don't add up the way that they're supposed to, and I think you guys have a bunch of leftover yum-yums that you can spend to make your abilities a little bit better. And I didn't think that was the case when we finished creating them, and it took me this long to finally get around to actually going and rereading the character creation rules and then checking the character sheets and going, oh, crap, these are not... I, I messed up in some... In 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 uh, I messed up somewhere. Well, I only have two things to say about it. <laughs> One, it didn't make the game less fun at all. Mm-hmm. And two, it's like finding dollar bills in the sofa. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, there is that. So so it's all good. We'll just take a few minutes before we actually start playing and go over. It won't take. Shouldn't take that long because. Yeah. Um, so all right. Anyway, just don't want. Cool. So. Uh, on my, uh, from my left to my right on my screen, I see all games considered Blind Geek and Andros, and if we go in that order, Mr. K, would you be kind enough to begin with Hex Games? Sure. Email from Hex Games. Dear reviewer, please enjoy this free copy of the new Hex Games release, Leopard Women of Venus, a role-playing game of mind-melting pulp science fiction adventure. Venus is a hellish nightmare world of hideous monsters and savage barbarians, a world that can only be tamed by the leopard women. Armed with comet gun helmets, radium guns, and flying saurian mounts, the leopard women stand between the human settlers of Venus and total annihilation. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Was anybody hearing, like, jungle drums in the background as that... uh... Yes, and it's funny because that is... Well, I think he goes into it if you keep... If you keep reading, I think there's... A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like... And I'm thinking... Venus myself, well, is you know very what? much a world of jungle, so that is very <laughs> apropos. Yeah, but I keep thinking they should be high-tech scientific jungle drums, like they'd be a cross between steel drums and and vibes. <laughs> I don't know. That would probably probably take away from it a little bit. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Leopard Women of Venus is inspired by the works of Fletcher Hanks. Hanks wrote and drew bizarre and memorable work in the earliest days of American comic books. His work is boldly drawn, frequently ugly, and strangely fascinating. Leopard Women of Venus gives you the tools you need to recreate the magic and lunacy of a Fletcher Hanks comic with your gaming group. Cool. Leopard Women of Venus was designed for use with the Quag's 2nd edition rules. It includes the history of Venus, including the story of how humans settled there, and how it all went horribly wrong. (laughs) An overview of the planet's climate, terrain, and exotic locales. 
full descriptions of the human civilizations of Venus, from the caverns to the jungle. Colorful monsters like the hypno-shark, the man-eating tree, <laughs> and the quivering blood gnats. And Ew. character creation guidelines, including rules for psychic powers. For the Game Master, there are sample PCs, a detailed guide to, writing the, to running the game, random tables, and a complete adventure... Menace from space, 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 space. It's a combination <laughs> that does everything but run the game for you. Leopard Women of Venus is written by Leighton, Laser Ponies, Connor, and Joshua, Funkadelic Frankenstein on the Mean Streets of Monster Town, Burnett, and illustrated by Joshua L.H. Burnett, Leighton Connor, and Lindsay, a friendly game, Hornsby. Brave the horrors of Venus. Have more fun. <laughs> I hope they didn't mind the the dramatic reading there, but I had to. Just... How could they? <laughs> I, I don't think they did. It screams for it. It does. It, it really does. It. And, and, and I that's can, just great. I'm sorry. I can vouch so for this game. Then? I. I <laughs> well, uh, I've read it, so we could play it sooner rather than sooner than we might. Well, the gutter stripes got a review copy, and that being the case, we have to play it. <laughs> ah, it's true. So, I think so. I hold no ill will. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, will this be your second GMing foray then? Since you, you know, I didn't expect anyone to. S- I didn't expect anyone to say that, and I'm thinking, oh my. <laughs> well, after, I will say this, after Swashbucklers from the Seven Skies, or of the Seven Skies, the Quag system will be a cakewalk for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did have my difficulties with, uh, I did have my difficulties with S7S mechanics, so, uh, and... Oh, that's not, that's not a slam on you in any way. Anybody would. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty intricately... I mean, it's a great game. I'm not dispar- I'm not casting any disparaging uh, remarks on it at all. It's it does have a fairly, um, it's fairly crunchy. It's not super crunchy like Hero or anything, but it's, it's a not bit, a yeah. It's a bit crunchy. I I I, yeah. I suppose I had mo- most of my difficulty was in uh, was in some very very basic stuff that if the, if it didn't seem to be actually in the the volume itself. It was scattered a bit mm-hmm. and hidden, so I, I had a tough time extracting uh, extracting the mechanics from the book. But uh, I, I understand fully what you're saying. Yeah, Seven S is dynamite. It's a fun game, and yeah. my, uh, just uh, by osmosis, and maybe if I pay close enough attention, uh, Quags <laughs> should be much of a problem for me. Uh, uh, anyway, so yes. Yes, I will. Well, yes, I will. Sweet, because I would love to play it. Okay. The Leopard Women of Venus it is, then, is on the agenda. We'll place Yay. it on the roster. Maybe it, can, maybe it can follow Tunnels and Trolls or something. Just, at, at, just after Tunnels and Trolls, uh, we can... Because, uh, honestly, I'm dying to do a dungeon crawl. And we'll do something similar similar to it. I, well, who knows? Yeah. Tonight we'll have some D and D fantasy element ish type stuff esque, <laughs> uh, but I'd, I'm I'm still I was still like uh, really kind of uh, really kind of looking forward to some tunnels and trolls too. 
And I, I, I doubt very much. I, I hope Nikki isn't going to be too disappointed that she's not going to be allowed to play. She's not going to be able to play the dungeon itself. <laughs> but, but you know. Okay. So extra special thanks to Hex Games and uh, and everyone involved in in the creation and completion of Leopard Women of Venus. Especially that there was one, jo- there's a fellow named Josh Burnett that's involved in it too. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I'm pretty, I think. Uh, who is that guy? Before. Who is that? I don't know, but I seem to recall somebody calling him an oaf, but she's not here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, it'll come to me later on, but yeah, you, t- uh, okay. Oh, sorry. You just he, pulled he the did write off. That. He did. <laughs> he did write wow. that uh, Funkadelic Frankenstein on the mean streets of Monster Town. That game, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that's some good cred right there. Oh, there we go. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, all right. So, yes, thank you. Thank you, Hex Games. And uh, absolutely, of course, this, uh, I mean, it sounds like a blast and the the gutter skypes are just going to have to play and i guess i'm going to have to get my uh gming chops back together to see see what i can do about making it as much fun as possible keen next up eric can you take next one mm-hmm. yes i can we have an email from carl and carl says i love your podcast I have listened to every episode three times. Wow. And now, thanks to you talking about the world's largest dungeon, I am listening to it as well. Carl. I hope he's exaggerating. Oh. I, I, you know, Carl, <laughs> if you've listened to each episode three times, that's more than any of us can say, I think. Yeah. Including me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I edited, uh, I edited, I think, most of them. <laughs> Blind Geek has edited a, a, a good deal of them, and uh, three times. Wow! I mean, just, just living through them once is usually good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I really, I suppose I shouldn't talk because I, I actually did listen to World's Largest Dungeon three times. Mm-hmm. But my excuse is there were at, at the time. The, probably about the third time that I'd listened to them, uh, years had passed. So it was one of those things that I actually happened to have burned to CD and would pop pop in after a great amount of time had passed. And we haven't... I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, and also because they're... Uh, the first two times I listened to it, uh, RPGpodcasts.com hadn't even started up yet. And there weren't a lot of actual play uh, podcasts out there that to, to listen to to begin with. So I was, uh, yeah, I was at uh, RPGMP3.com quite often downloading their stuff. And they're still up and running, and they're still there and available. And I'm very glad that you're enjoying it. And that was time we've heard from Carl. So thank you very, very much for writing in. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. one last word. Carl, why didn't you tell the gutter skypes that uh, there was a beer garden in Dalaran? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, moving on to the... That's inside 
That's that's yeah. such inside humor you don't even know. But trust me, Carl is is is. It's hilarious. <laughs> Andros understands. Were those plumbers like, supposed to be at this show, or was it some other? There's a. Never mind. That's a, my own bit of inside humor there. Hmm. It's it's a, a World of Warcraft for the Horde radio kind of inside ah, okay. thing. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Mine was a Steve Martin inside. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, Andros Andros um, knew mm. as well. Okay, thank you, thank you very much, Darfo, uh Carl. All right, uh, Andros, if you, uh, if you could take the next one, please. Sure, we have an email from Thunderstep, who is one of our World of Warcraft guild guild members from uh, the Off the Air Guild. Indeed so, the voice of reason during raids. I know. Uh, Dear Gutter Skypes, see? Uh, See what I did there? Not just to Anim5, but to all y'all who loves your baby. (laughs) And I think Nikki missed this. Yeah, Nikki's not here for it. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. So he goes on to say that he is also Palaquin, Thunderstep, Professor Thaddeus Mainspring, and Eric, who spells his name in the proper Norse way, with a K on the end. Okay. All right. Long time no write for me, and given how I tend to ramble and you're always pressed for time, that's probably a good thing. Anyway, just wanted to say the last episode was a hoot with the Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies. Damn funny show, as usual, and a nice demo for the game. I've had a copy of it since it was released via Hex Games, but have yet to actually try and play it. That, along with Fungadelic Frank and Happily Ever After, are writing high on my to-do list for gaming. As it is right now, I'm running a homebrew world via Quags on Skype on Sunday afternoons. Cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll spare you the details. Press for time, I know. Please don't. (laughs) But if you want to see them, stop by my blog, thunderstep.blogspot.com, where I try, emphasis on try, to keep weekly roundups of play sessions. I'm thinking of recording them all too, but given my own time constraints, well, editing is kind of low on the priority list. Anyway, great job as usual, and I look forward to seeing where the spies go next. Thunderstep, a.k.a. Oh, you know. Oh, P.S. (laughs) Uh, He has a P.S. Dr. Robotnik? I get the idea. I do. But for a lot of the actual play, I was expecting Sonic the Hedgehog to pop up at any moment. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I want to, actually. That was my... See, no one tells me these things. I had no clue. Josh... I didn't know. That, that, that Josh guy actually pointed it out to me. Uh, that, that, that Josh guy that we were talking about earlier pointed it out to me, and I, I felt rather chagrined. I had no... I had, it was probably buried in my subconscious mind somewhere because years ago, I'm ashamed to admit, I was I was a uh, um, sporadic watcher of the Sonic cartoon with... with uh, Julie, Julie White doing the voice of Sonic. And I'm sure I probably heard the name there and just forgot about it. But no, it was an honest... I mean, I don't play the games for obvious reasons, given my username. So I don't... Uh, I, it was just one of those things where it sounded good. I needed a, 
uh, villain, and it sounded Russian, so I went with it. I'm actually quite surprised that it's not all over the place. It's just too easy and cool to come up with. <laughs> it is. Robotnik. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Uh, yeah, I mean, that should be everywhere. It probably isn't, probably uh, mainly because of censorship reasons, or, or copyright reasons, rather. <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't know. And to, you know what? To be honest, <laughs> why be ashamed? You know, it's not as if it's not as if uh, some some big evil thing is hanging over everybody's head saying you can't use that name. Let them take umbrage. If I can call, we laugh in their faces. I'm sorry. If, if I can call my character Zachary Smith, then I think we can get away with it. <laughs> Hell <true>. yeah! <laughs> I forgot about that. Hell yeah! <laughs> nobody's you know nobody's got a copy right on uh, Zachary and <laughs> Smith. Go ahead and try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no way. But, uh, yeah, well, okay. S- spotted it. Snagged. Yep. And, of course, there's going to be a link to... Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Thunderstep. We're just, you know, I'm just having fun. Uh, Thunderstep link, of course, will be in the notes for this show. And uh, what else? Am I, what am I looking for here? Oh, okay. Homebrew. I was looking for a game title. Happily Ever After. That also is that also hex games, yes. I it is, and that's think. a game that uh, we we may. Although I, I this is this is completely off the cuff, so I need to share this with uh, with the group next MTMJ if I think about it, or they'll just hear this. But it's a game we might want to consider playing after our Zoe thing is done because it's a very different take on fairy tales. It's mm. basically it's basically. Happily Ever After is kind of the Las Vegas of fairy, fairy tale land, and it's kind of a fairy, tw- fairy tale noir type of thing. So you, you play characters who are some twist on a fairy tale character, and uh, you can, like on the Hex Games, they have a website called Death Cookie where they post articles and stuff about quags. And in a recent convention, there was an actual play, uh, there was a, a uh, game of Happily Ever After that was the case of the stolen slipper, and uh, <laughs> so okay. you know it's it's kind of a Cinderella-ish kind of thing, and I'm trying to remember what some of the characters were, but you know there was one character who was a private detective who was kind of a I believe a spin on the print frog prince kind of thing. So it's a very short PDF. It's only about I think it's a maybe a buck, maybe two. But it it it's pretty it's pretty neat. It's it's kind of like Funkadelic Frankenstein. It's a very small game, but good things come in small packages. And uh, yeah, so I'm not doing it justice, but it's on uh, RPG Now or HexGames.com. And yeah, check it out. Excellent. Well, there's gonna of course there'll be a link. Uh, uh, obviously, well, nothing is anything obvious these days. I mean, really. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a link to uh, uh, Leopard Women of Venus in the, in the show notes, of course, too. And and they're, they're if you need to get the hex games, follow any of the links that you'll find in the show notes. So that was uh, that was a that was a, a cool thing to find out from Thunderstep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Recording your own games and and he hit the nail on the head. Editing, recording them is fun. <laughs> Editing them. Is uh, is a bit of a time sink, but yep. there we go. Okay, thank you very much, Thunderstep. 
I think I'm up next. And uh, with that, we have an email from Jonathan G. Hey, Adam 5. First off, uh, sorry about that. Hey, gutter stripes. (laughs) You know, even with Nikki not here, I'm conscious of this, and I (laughs) I don't change them. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, Adam 5. First off, a thank you to you and the gutter stripes which is how I normally know you. I've been intending to post on your forum, but I've had difficulty getting access, so I've been haunting and pestering Monkeys Took My Jetpack as Guilt Blade. Oh, hey! There I you mean, go. You know, do you know Do you know this guy? I know this guy. This you guy can vouch is, for this guy? I, he's a friend of mine. Okay. <laughs> you just take right. good care of him. All right, you sit down over here. You have a nice ginger ale. All right. Okay. <laughs> Forget uh, about it. Forget about it. Sit down, have a coke. You'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> Jonathan G continues. If, if, <laughs> if it's not too much trouble, can you pass on my regards to Mark and Andros as well? Hmm. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, Andros. No problem. Jonathan G says hi. Excellent. Hi. <laughs> oh, and Nikki and Blind Geek, of course, although they're probably sick of me by now. <laughs> never, sir. Never in a million years. Hey, you, how can you be? It's Guild Blade. It's Guild Blade. Exactly. Be, yeah. But to business, you said in one of your podcasts that you had difficulty sending symbols, uh, sending solid symbols abroad. Can you manage to send them to the UK? I was interested in uh, a set of Futhark runes, as I have yet to really get the hang of rune usage. Tarot is nice and simple in comparison. Would it be possible to have one of your rune tablets broken up to, into individual runes for casting? Hoping this finds you well, Jonathan G. All right. Uh, yeah. I can. I mean, the, of course, there is difficulty in sending stuff uh, overseas. Only in only in uh, a minor paperwork that I take care of. I can take care of with glee at the post office. Just uh, filling out the little form that says, "Okay, what is this? How much does it weigh? Is it a gift? Is it a product? Is it you know?" There's. It's just a simple little form. It's the online selling aspect of it, and uh, it's mainly I don't have an auto calculator that will tell me that this ten dollar solid symbol that somebody might want to order, say from the UK, is going to cost them $33 if it's sent to yeah. the United Kingdom. It, 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 it's the overseas shipping rates are so far in excess of the costs of the, of the piece that it really starts to become very silly. And I, 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 can't, I, I make it as prominent as possible in the shipping and receiving uh, section of the website that explains how it's all you know, done, how handling, how shipping and handling is done, uh, that if you really, really want something sent, then it, it, can, it can be arranged, of course. You just email me directly, and, and I can find out through uh, postal calculators, which, they, which the U.S. Post Office has online, how much it would cost to have a piece sent to your specific address, and, uh, and then let you know in advance. Uh, PayPal and and also the online calculation of uh, of the site as it is as it is set up now doesn't really accommodate my uh, my particular situation. There are places out there that have you know high end pro stuff that can just you know doesn't matter where in the world you order something from, it'll figure out how much it weighs, well, how big the box is going to be, and how much it's going to cost you to ship. I don't have that kind of automation set up for solid symbols, but 
I think I recall that one the one one order that came in from Brisbane, Australia that would end up being it would have, would have ended up being something in the neighborhood of $43 to send one piece or even three pieces. But uh as far as breaking up the the tablet, I could, but it would probably make more sense for me to just sculpt uh individual rune pieces that were made to be I think what do you you do you cast them you grab a handful of them and you cast them like dice right yep. I think that's how it's sort done. of something like that yeah. yeah yeah uh it would probably make more sense for me to make just start from scratch and make uh make them like that rather than um break up or slice up one of the uh uh one of the Futhark room tablets and I I'm I can certainly put that on my list. I've got a list of stuff that I've got to get to uh, as far as expansion and more pieces goes, as it is. So I'm going to put that on the list as well. If that uh, if that turns out to be a if that can turn out to be a sellable item, I'll certainly, especially since I've started going with the plastic instead of the plaster. I mean, if if I made them out of plaster, they'd last uh, half an hour, if that. <laughs> Throwing them, you know. Uh, uh, throwing them for uh, divination or anything like that, making me wi- so, making me miss my wood. I used to have a set of wooden Futhark runes that were. I found them at a New Age shop, mm-hmm. and they were. Ju- I was just lucky enough. They they were thick. They, the engraving was deep enough where I could actually feel the runes, hmm. and it was pretty interesting. But hmm. uh, I don't know where they went. Usually when you get the runes on stones and stuff, they're so, I mean, you can, they're engraved, but they're so thin that uh, you can't, I can't, you know, when my fingers, even as sensitive as my fingers are, I can't distinguish very well the uh, outline, but those are really nice. Anyway, side note. Well, that's, I, yeah, that's something to bear in mind, and I, I, and I end up doing uh, uh, something like exaggerated detail. In that regard, mainly because it makes the molds more effective and last longer. Because wow. if I get too if I get too fine, then uh, after about sixty or seventy castings, it starts to pull away and de- deteriorate the silicone. And then Blind Geek starts cyborging, and it all goes to hell. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, for man, I thought it was uh, Adam instead. Mm. Oh, no, I, I, not yet. Anyway. Yeah. It's something to do with my USB headset. It's not Skype. I used to think it was Skype, but then I was editing with the uh, USB headset, and uh, it went cyborg when I was trying to record intro dialogue, which was really fun, because I didn't know it until I was listening back and went, ah, oh, crap, I have to redo But anyway. Bummer. Oh, wow. All right. So well, you, I haven't heard from Jonathan G. before this, and... Excellent. Thank you very much. Do write again. Uh, write ag- what did I just say? Did I say something in English? Do write again. Do write in again. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, if you see something on the site uh, other than the runes, which I haven't made yet, and are interested in having that sent to the UK, let me know what it is, and anybody else from overseas, and I'll try and, uh, and I'll get back to you with how much it would actually cost. Well, if you do do, if you do do, if you do make... Good God. Mm-hmm. The runes, uh, I will buy a copy or a set. So. Wow. Just, so, you know, you got two sets. I just moved it higher up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> that just moved it higher up on the list. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, um, 
Wait a minute. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I think that was it. And I think next up uh, is uh, Mr. K, please. From And this is the last one. All right. Email from Bob. Hello, sirs and ma'am. Thank you very much for reading my possibly incoherent email. It wasn't that bad, honestly. Also, thanks for the heads up about the crapulence of the current incarnation of Skype. I had also gathered it would be a bad idea from hearing from all from hearing you all say how much it, it sucks. Well, we were being brats. Yeah, we kind of were. I mean, <laughs> it's, no, we weren't. It's still get it, used to it. It could it could be worse. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's just there. It could be be worse. Yeah, I I, the, I think mainly what what. I know what my main biggest problem with it was at the time, and I think pretty much everybody else's, was the interface got changed a lot for how you actually deal with things and get to things and activate stuff. As a a voiceover internet uh, uh, program, it's fine. Yeah. Quality-wise, as a matter of fact, it might even be improving. So, give it, you know, telling everybody, don't get it, it sucked, was, was funny. And it was mainly, it was an yeah. expression of frustration over how they changed so much. They changed uh, our their, buttons. Yeah, the, the graphical user interface was changed, and therefore, uh, and, and they picked a bad time to do it because everybody was in a, was in a, uh, a very steel wool kind of mood. Oh, I remember what it was, too. It was that, um, that y'all hadn't been on to do the uh, download the yeah. upgrade until we came online. Yeah, there was that, too. It was like everybody was ready to go play, you know, get get hooked up and, and get ready and record gutter Skypes, and then a Skype coming in saying, oh, okay, we're going to update you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think we may have given him the wrong impression that we absolutely, uh, positively, don't want anyone to go get Skype, and that's that's not true. Well, there I mean, are he, some things that have better voice quality, aren't there? I don't know. Oh, okay. I think there are. There's some that have yeah. like less, that take up less bandwidth and that kind of thing, but they're also very specialized too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they usually not require free, you using. Generating your own like, well, uh, team some of them are TeamSpeak. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's TeamSpeak and there's Ventrilo. I mean, since those are, are basically made for playing alongside high bandwidth video games and that, mm-hmm. whereas Skype you don't normally do that kind of thing. Yeah, Skype does take up uh, yep. Um, yeah, but more I was resources looking, than those others. Yeah, but I I was looking at, at at the specs for like for Ventrilo once when I was looking into something. I don't. I don't remember exactly what I was looking for, mm-hmm. but I started looking into some of the of the specs for those things. I was just like, "No, nah, I'm not going to be using that anytime soon." So, mm. I don't know. Anyway, Bob continues. I don't really understand why, when something isn't broke, why do people, in this case Skype, insist upon fixing it? What as he I said. No doubt, as I don't have previously <laughs> said, I am. I am sure. Cheers for your podcast. As I and I'm. I am, as I have from the from when I began listening, been enjoying them immensely. Uh, hmm. In between your latest episode and the last one, I lost my job and have had to move also, and I was given a week oh. to agree to, a, to an increase in my rent, which I didn't. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Sorry, dude. That's... Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think... What? Uh, yeah. What they said. 
I think it may be a while between games for me as I knuckle down to find a new job and new place to live, so I'm glad I can listen to your games for, for I guess, a gaming fix. Thank you yet again, sirs and, and ma'am. Good luck in, uh, in getting a new situation set up there. That's really, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, yeah. Been there, know it, felt it, and, uh, yeah, don't apply online. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing those searches, here's another little tip. You're doing those searches... Uh, on those little search engines that, like, what's posted, a search for the phrase, apply in person, or the phrase, and this in quotation marks, call, and then an area code that's close to where you live. So that you at least have a telephone number to call that might reach a human being that you can speak to. And, of course, the apply in person is self-explanatory. Some of them will find listings for you that are just like that, so that you don't waste your time throwing in your resume with... A, a billion freaking other resumes that nobody is ever going to look at. That's my advice, anyway. And yeah, good luck to you. I hope it doesn't. I hope the unemployment thing doesn't last long. And thank you, thank you very much for for listening to the the games. That's very cool. But there's more. I'm sorry. Also, I wish to apologize for the lack of erudition in my emails. I currently do not have access to the interweb apart from the local library, and sadly, time is of the essence, which, I'm sad to say, does not lend itself, in my case, to clarity of thought or thusly constructive criticism. Fair enough. Sure. Uh, The main reason I was wanting to get Skype is I was recently asked by a friend if I would be a guest on her podcast and would like to. Therefore, immediately, I thought of Skype. Sadly, it now apparently blows. Her podcast is The Genisodes. I hope you don't mind the, the we plug. And, dude, okay, do it. Yeah, it, it, they, yes. it, doesn't bl- it won't blow for you because you are a new user and you don't have the baggage of how it was before. It or blew for hand, us. You could go then, to, uh, or on the other hand, he, he could go to oldversions.com and pull down one of those and see if they still work. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, however it goes. Like I said, we were, we were, just, being, we were just being cranky little brats and yeah. because it was fun and because we felt like it and because we were all pissed off about the interface. No, yeah. Skype doesn't – Skype does not suck. Here, yeah. there, I said it. They don't suck. Mm. The opinions expressed on the gutter Skypes are <laughs> – are not necessarily, are not necessarily those of Blind Geek. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen's and show is a, is a pretty good show, so, you know. Mm. If you yeah, I was going to say, I've it. heard a couple of the Genesodes. They're very fun. They're very yeah. good. Um, wow, go, cool. Go on it. Get it. Do it. Yep. Yes, yes, like you said. Do it. You do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> One other thing, which I think is the primary reason for this email. I don't think you should change your name from Gutter Skypes even if you no longer use Skype, seeing how it is now sucky. Wow. I think he's getting the message across here. Wow. (laughs) We must have made an impression there. Uh, We must have have made it like Skype is a vampiric, evil, (laughs) crawling goo that's going to destroy the world. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I think we sent bad vibes out there that went, wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That when companies we take over we other companies and therefore acquire said company's products, it's usual not to change its name as the rebranding may cause customer confusion, i.e. stuff that is not good. It's quite possibly a poor comparison. Hopefully you can discern my meaning from that jumbled mass of words. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we wouldn't, uh, even if we did go to another 
and we're not yet anyway i mean so far so so good i'm knocking wood we're not going to change the name of the gutter skypes and we're probably very likely to remain on skype that was just us having fun yeah he probably knew that anyway as for your production values keeping in mind some of the podcasts i have listened to they are damn good i am by no means meaning to cast any aspirations also i have uh I, I think that's aspersions he means there, actually. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> Am oh, you right. autocorrect? <laughs> <laughs> that's a wonderful sight. Uh, okay, also, yes. I have been listening to MTM Jetpack and, and am nothing if not impressed by the work of all involved in the production of both of these fine podcasts. Oh, Eric did do, a, did do a fine job. Definitely 80s power metal rock on there. It was a band from Sydney. Rock on. There was a band from Sydney years ago. I have not seen them in years. They may have broken up. They were called Nancy Vandal and the Pop Gun Assassins. They also, <laughs> I, love they the also name. Had, I love the name. They also had a, a fan club called the Fruity Youth Legion of Tomorrow. <laughs> I think he's talking about... I, I'm sorry, I, I pasted this in from an additional email. He was talking about Eric's rendition of Axl Rose. Right. Oh. <laughs> this, yeah. Eric did do... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, when I they had a song on their third album called "When I Squeeze My Nose, I Sound Like Axl Rose." Thought it might be vaguely <laughs> relevant with the emphasis on with the emphasis on vaguely. A question: The Gutter Skypes sell record albums. Do you sell them on KTEL Records label? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. KTEL, holy crap! Boy, that. But yeah, <laughs> that's showing our age. Wow. I'm <laughs> sorry, brother. You have to get your own. <laughs> I remember all those ads. Wow. Oh, man. Thank you, as always, sirs and ma'am. Uh, cheers all, Bob. And thank you, Bob. Uh-huh. Yes. Not only do we sell them on the KTEL record album, but did you know that that um, Stranger in Paradise was based on the original Polyvetsian Dance Number no. 2 by Borodin? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little slow. Was that a body and soul reference, Mark? <laughs> uh, I don't I remember what it, what it was. It, 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 it one was one of the, the, those ads. The, yeah, I think it yeah. was. The body yeah. and soul. The romantic, the soul. It was yeah. very, yeah. Can I borrow this one, man? Sorry, brother, you got to buy your own. Get your own. Yes, I, well. <laughs> by the original artists. <laughs> From uh, Cleveland. Wow. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's their house band, the original artists. Yep. Excellent. Thank you very much it's again for writing in, house. Bob. Mm-hmm. Hmm? More industrial than house? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I thought it had kind of a like, techno thing to it. Uh, yeah, mm. you know. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. With a little background polka theme, too, going there. That's <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, wow. so yeah, there, there, um, there were the emails, and you can email the show by uh, writing anum five at anum five dot com, and uh, there's variations of that also on the gutter skypes uh, on the gutter skypes page, and I like I said, uh, sorry for the folks that uh, for the folks that had input on the on the forums, I'm probably going to gather that together for the next time uh, gutter skypes meets. But I didn't actually manage to grab those and, and pull pieces out from the forums. But that doesn't prevent anybody listening from going to 
www.anum5.com. Boy, am I nasal tonight. Hmm. <laughs> I got a job! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and yes, and Bob, you're next, and and mm-hmm. and you know what, Josh is next too. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna find one too. That's right. It'll be good. It'll be it'll be fine. That things things change. But while he's Boy. looking, he's getting a hell of a lot of work done on his hex game stuff. So you know what? Go you, Josh. There you are. Absolutely. <laughs> As long as it's, even though you might as well take the, you might as well take the good with the bad, because when you take them both, there you have. I'm not gonna say it. Mm. Moving on. You yeah. get gray goo. That's right. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I don't know why. Uh, yes, www.anum5.com. That's the first four letters of the word animation and the number five. Stick those together, anim5.com, and you'll see a gutter Skypes link. And if you look on uh, your right-hand side of the page, scroll down a little bit, you'll see a thing that says, Add your voice to the IDD FOS forums, because the gutter Skypes has their own section there, because I didn't set up brand new forums for the gutter Skypes. I just put them in with the IDD FOS forum. And it shows you the username, which is IDD FOS, and it tells you the password, which is Veranda. I don't feel worried about saying that on the show, because... Whoever's listening to this show, I want to go visit the forums. And, uh, yeah, click that, and you'll get a dialog box, and it'll ask you for those two things. Pop them in there and set yourself up and read what's there because it's more fun stuff and more feedback. And and there we are. Excellent. Thank you all very much for reading. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. And I guess uh, this is the part where I'm supposed to minimize what I got here and... Op- and uh, and take a look at the fiasco thing we're going to do tonight. Dragon Slayers. Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to put an echo on that. I hope you don't mind. That's fine. Good. In fact, let me even make it give you like more more space to actually get there and get the proper tone in my voice here. Dragon Slayers. Thank you. There Excellent. You <laughs> Yeah, I'll go ahead and roll the dice here. Let's see, everybody is pretty much vaguely familiar with the with the fiasco rules by now. Um, pretty much vaguely familiar is about where I am. Yes. Okay. Getting there. Getting there. I know there's going to be some numbers here, and I got nothing to write with. Let me grab. Um, paper, paper. Here we go. A map to a place I was going to drive to today to apply for a job that I don't have to. Yay! <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. First of all... I'm a little unclear on, on one thing. I was reading the setup okay. rules, and uh, I understand you roll the dice, get the numbers generated, and then each... You figure out who's going first, and obviously we'll... But then... Do you have to start by picking a general category, or can you pick an element, like relationships has family, and then within family there's six things. Yeah. Can you start by saying, I want siblings, or do you have to say, I want family, and then somebody else will pick what, uh, what aspect of family you're going to go with? 
that is little... correct. Yeah. The you, second. Okay. Yeah, you start off with the general category, and then somebody else will pick the specific. Okay. Carry on. All right. Yes. Okay. To read the intro to the thing here, the score. If you want them to keep those hands, get them off my magic cloak. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to keep those hands, get them off my magic cloak. The bumpkins in this pissant mountain town could never have taken down the, that dragon. Their biggest hero hasn't been seen since 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 Drozek rode down from the smoking mountains three wars to end all wars ago. That old expletive deleted, they called their town wizard, fried his brain with one too many elixirs of awareness, quote-unquote, and can't even light a campfire with all his spells combined. <laughs> so yeah, we rode into town, a bunch of outsiders ready to solve that that problem. Solve a mother-loving dragon. And no, we don't care what they think. And yes, we're bleeping heroes. These yokels should worship at our feet. They didn't blast those mummies to dust or make the death trap built with technology lost centuries ago, their bitch. And they sure as hell didn't slay that dragon. That's our dragon, and its gold is our gold. So unless you're bringing us ale and whores, get the hell out before we transform you into a turkey and serve you for dinner. That is a slightly modified version of the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there was some scrubbing going on there, a little bit of sanitizing, yeah. and that's perfectly fine, sure. <laughs> Encourage folks to, if they're real curious, uh, certainly Go to bully pulpit games and, and, uh, and, and download the playset. And then uh, go buy Fiasco so that the the rest of it makes sense. And yeah, Precisely. so any, yes. All right, so we've got the setup tables here. As far as the dice here, I are you all ready to take this down? I I have a pen and everything. Okay, and uh, and by the way, as as far as order, the way I wrote it down on the paper, I'm keeping track of here. I went ahead and have it had it do um, from. My perspective, it's and it's Anum on my left, Andros across from me, Blind Geek on my right. So it goes basically clockwise in that order. And we'll start with Anum. That way we'll have a couple of times to go through and so that, uh, Eric, you can get used to how we're doing stuff before you jump in. And we'll go with these. And, of course, the last die picked is Wild, so it can be any number. Are you all ready? Yep. I'm writing down. All right, there are two ones, four twos, two threes, five fours, two fives, and one six. <laughs> and, Adam, you've got the first pick. Uh, do I have to do relationships, needs? Uh, I don't have to do it in any particular order, right? Right. Okay. I'm going to uh, take Although one of the twos. Uh, I'm sorry? All right. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, it's, it's it's okay. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll just we'll I'll bring it up again when it when it uh, matters to what we're doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take two. one of the twos under need under need to crush your enemies. Is that correct? Is can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Need to crush your enemies, and we'll see what detail that gets added onto at whatever point. Are we going to need these numbers again once we're done, or can we just erase them as no. we... 
okay. you can you erase them as as we go. It's uh, this okay. is just for the setup, and then we'll do right. it again for the the tilt and some other stuff. So okay. Here, let me. So he took the need. I'm assuming we're only going to need one need. That depends. We're going to have four relationships, so we're going to have a total of four details attached to them. There might be two needs. There may be two locations. It, it depends on how things fall out. Okay. And as as uh, as uh, Dan mentioned, these d- details need to be attached to a relationship, one of the relationships that gets formed, which is one thing that that we had kind of skimped on in the, in the past. So we'll see what happens. Huh. Okay, there we go. Got it. Thank you. No problem. Uh, see, Skype doesn't suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it sucks the file right down the wire. <laughs> oh, <my. coughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, oh, come. Gosh, it is huge. Let me <laughs> make that smaller here. Ah, there we are. All right. Uh, what was it that Adam picked now? Uh, Adam picked a uh, picked need to crush your enemies. I see. Okay. Eric's pacing. <laughs> Eric's pacing. Oh, sorry. God. I'm getting the headset to speak. <laughs> wow! I'm gonna so mute this till I need to say something, cause so we don't have. I had to edit around that last time. It's annoying. Well, I feel better. It doesn't scare me anymore. I thought it was a you know <laughs> okay, killer monster heartbeat. <laughs> I'm gonna pick locations on the outskirts. Okay, which number is that? That is a two. Right. Two on the outskirts. There we go. Okay. All right. So that brings it to Blind Geek. Okay. I'm gonna take. Shoot. I know the one I want, and I'm. I can't go that specific. And no. I'm afraid someone's not gonna. Oh well. Arg. Okay. I'm gonna take. Let me just make sure I understand this correctly. As I understand this, I can say I'm gonna take relationships. Magic, but I can't. I can't say I'm going to take. And this is not the one I was thinking of. So, well, no. I'm just going to say I can't take any one of those under that. You're right. I can't right. just. Okay. I'm just making sure I was under was correct in that. Okay. Then I'm going to take relationship. I'm going to use a three and pick magic. All right. Uh, which relationship are you assigning that to? I don't know. We hadn't really got that. You, well, well, what it is is you have a circle going. Um, me, Adam, Andros, you, and then back to me. Okay. So, and one of those four connections, that's where you assign the relationship to, and that forms the basis between the characters that, we'll, that those two will end up with. Let's do you and me. All right. Magic. Okay, so that's three gone. And it's my turn. And between me and Anum, I'll take that six and do a relationship war. Ooh. Oh, darn. Darn. 
I really wanted the human slash werewolf, werewolf slash human. I thought that would be cool. Well, the last die is wild. Oh, so it true. can still happen if it gets put off to the very end. Okay. Of course, any, any one of us could, could come back and then assign something else to that one. So That is true. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Adam, you're up. Hmm. I would like to take one of the ones and use that for under locations on the outskirts, Tower of Flixnord the Wizard. Cool. Oh crap, we should be writing these stuff these things damn shoot. Yeah. Well it would help. I'm making quick notes. I'm like keeping track of them if if, if anyone has questions along the way. Alright, so that brings us to Andros. Okay, if I wanted to define one of the relationships, do I need to specify what part applies to whom? No, no, they could do. We, we can do that when we we figure out what our our characters actually are. Okay, I'm going to define the um, war relationship between. Is it between Mark and Adam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And use a five for fighter slash coward. Hmm. Better coward. Uh, it makes it everywhere, doesn't it? You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> Big mistake. You each have a scar the other gave you. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eric, you're up. Okay. Um, how many locations do we use? Well, we have to have at least one of each of... Location, need, and item. Now, one of those okay, so we're obviously going to, going to have two of. So, if you want to go ahead and do a second location, you can go ahead and throw that in. I'm going to take one of the ones and use weapon. All right. That brings it to me. Wow, oh, there aren't any more ones. Ah, there aren't any sixes. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take one of these fours and say that the relationship between Adam and Andros is a culture relationship. Okay. Relationship culture. So can either of us uh, formulate that, or does it have to be somebody else? Anyone but me, since I'm the one who assigned the first one. So. Gotcha. <clears throat> Speaking of which, Adam, it's your turn. Five outcasts. Under culture, defining the relationship between Adam and Andros. We are outcasts. We were cast out. Wow. By those people, whoever they are. (laughs) Okay. Well, that makes some sense in that case. Since it's my turn, it's my turn, right? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think I will identify the needs to crush your enemies, and I'll use a... Oh, gosh. I don't have any ones left, or sixes. Those are the two good ones. <laughs> Just to get a moment's peace, that's fine. <laughs> I know. I was That, that would have worked in so perfect with that. I think we'll throw another um, Arms and Arcana in there for 
Use a number four for magic item. Oh. Slick. Let's see. Eric's turn? Yep. Mm-hmm. And we can't do the final detail of one that we picked ourselves. So, mm-hmm. am I right? right? Right. Okay. Let's see. Is there anything... <laughs> I'm going to take the magic item and make it <laughs> just because I think this could be wacky fun <laughs> number four mystery ah. potion nobody knows what it does <laughs> I like it I was I hoping like you it. were I was hoping that would get picked yep. once, once the magic item came up that's exactly what I was thinking of ha <laughs> Yeah. Mystery potion. Uh, cool. Eric, I, I, I know you were hoping for the whole werewolf thing. I don't worry about it. It's kind of your really, way. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really want to go into by t- picking another one of those fours. Diabolist and intended sacrificial victim. <laughs> what is what is that under? <laughs> um, under magic. On the relationships, it's oh, relationships. Okay. Yeah. Needs culture relationships magic number four. Diabolist intended sacrificial victim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That brings it to you, Adam. Uh, okay. Sorry, that took a while to write down. <laughs> Diabolist intended. Uh wow! All right, two, a two, a two, a three, and a four left. Right. Or a two, a two, a three. Whatever the last one is wild anyway. But uh, yeah. what is left to be defined? We got we got magic defined. We got culture defined. Crush your enemies like is defined, but I couldn't do it anyway because it's. And there is no relationship at all established between Andros and uh, Eric right now. At all. Oh, that's true. Yeah, let's get back up there. Relationships. Forgot about that. Two, three, or four. Uh, adventure, magic, or culture. What the hell? Let's take one of the twos and make uh, the relationship between... The relationship between Eric and Andros is adventure. So we have a two, a three, a four, and a wild, right? Well, a well, you have a two, a three, and a foil, and a a foil, a four out there. But basically, whichever one of uh, basically, and Andros is going to pick one. You're going to pick one, and then the right. last one will, will will be wild. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to define the relationship between um, Eric and myself mm-hmm. as former cellmates. A four. All right. Okay. Okay, what we have left is the weapon and the need to crush your enemies to be defined. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Yeah, under weapons, the two is poison dagger and the three yeah, is big-ass big big ass ass iron, iron warhammer. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, where are the needs? Needs... Need to crush your enemies. The two is and enslave them, and the three is and they're all enemies. 
oh man, neither of those is really filling me with inspiration, so I'm going to save that for somebody else and take big-ass Warhammer. Okay. And with the wild last die, and I figure that this is going to attach to yours and mine here, Eric, the uh, need to crush your enemies and use them for necromantic experiments. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. All right, so as far as attaching to the other relationships there, what do you think the others would have? The, 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 the mystery potion, the big-ass warhammer, and the tower of Flexnord the wizard. And I really do think that the crush, the need to crush your enemies fits with Eric's and mine's, so... <laughs> Yeah, it could it could fit with Andros's in mind too because we're outcasts. Although actually, and they're all enemies would make more sense for that. Yeah. Well, the whole the the whole uh, diabolist thing, I figured. Well, that what that essentially means is one or the other of you is intended to be the victim. Right. And I figured that that's me, and also I figure I'm I'm the coward in like our team up here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, on the war thing, I was casting myself under the coward, but... <laughs> coward intended sacrifice. Yay! So that makes me the... Di- I don't even know what the hell a diabolic... Diabolic... A devil thing. worshiper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Diabolist. Oh, right. Duh. Now that you say that, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay. Now the uh, big ass this- warhammer might might fit for yours and and mine, Adam. Mm-hmm. With you being the the like fighter part of that, possibly. Are you seriously? It 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 doesn't make a big bit of difference to me one way or the other. But I was I was getting ready to just roll to see which uh, whether I was the fighter or the coward in the war thing. But well, we don't fits- necessarily have to define that ahead of time, do we? Or does it just well, come out as we I guess you play don't it? really have to, but we, we're kind of going to make our characters based on what, the, 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 the details and stuff that, stuff that we have here. I just figured that coward fit perfectly alongside in, intended sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But he, he yeah, could, like I said, the gutter skypes are really tough on their characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then, then, then again, it could get interesting the other way around if I can actually fight back against being sacrificed. So, True. So, you know. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to do it that way? I can do fighter. Yeah. And what if he doesn't know that the person can fight back? Ooh. Yeah. You he know, thinks since, he's since we're gearing up to and, things. Yeah. yeah. Since we're gearing up to things going horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. You could end up being like this badass that nobody knew was a badass. And all best laid plans start to go wrong, like uh, like Eric said. It's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the so, potion, I was thinking that either um, Eric or I uh, managed to grab it as we escaped from our cell. And we, we have it, but we don't know what it is. But we're saving it just in case. Cool. And that leaves the Tower of Flexnord the Wizard for Andros and Anum. Ah. It's funny, I connected the tower with where the actual sacrifice was supposed to take place. It could also be where <laughs> yeah, we were so did in, I. imprisoned. 
Yeah, what where uh, uh, Eric and well, that's a possibility. That's a possibility too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could be where we all are because <laughs> what was going on? Ah. Are we basically good with the connections we've got, though? Yeah. I'm just trying to think how we tie all this together. Well, let's see here. So Andros has a relationship with Blind Geek. It's superheading his adventure. It's subheading his former cellmates. Andros has a relationship with me. It's superheading his culture. It's subheading his outcasts. Mm-hmm. And Mark has a relationship with Anim War, subheading fighter coward. I'm. I am bought the ox cutter. <laughs> Is that B-O-T, isn't Thomas? Yeah. Bot. The Ox Cutter. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did it finally hit you? Oh. <laughs> wow, that was like a penny <laughs> dropping through cement. <laughs> I was like a penny dropping through some mat. I was like, I, I, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So yes, he's he's in rear form tonight. And uh, cool. That's all right. Wait till you had, uh, after the game. I'll 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 like tell you all when I was I was I was thinking earlier. Mm. Okay. But we're going to play the game right now, so. Yeah. I, yeah, I also like the, uh, the idea of my being the coward on this, uh, that side of the war thing because it would assist in the outcasts department. Mm-hmm. I'm a little unclear on the crush, the, the under the needs thing. Yeah. When it's, when I, when it's like, I, I selected crush my enemies and the subheading for that would be for, for necromantic experiments. Mm-hmm. Does that need, that need is just something that has to be defined for one particular character, right? It's not something that everybody is after to do. Is that correct? Right, right. It, it, it isn't necessarily something that everybody is, is doing, but it does define one of the... help to define one of the relationships. Hmm. Okay. And I figure that kind of fit best between Eric's and mine. Yeah, but in case to crush my enemies for necromantic experiments would be Eric's... would be uh, Blind Geek's need... And he's going to probably, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Would it? I guess. Would it be both that, of your needs? Which would mean that Mark's character would be my enemy, I guess, because I'm sacrificing him or trying to. Basically. Hmm. And what the hell does all this have to do with the dragon slage? Uh, you know, I'm not sure well, if there is a dragon. <laughs> well, once it's all, what do we do once it's it's all over with? We have all of this treasure and all this other stuff. Now that the dragon is is dead, and what's going to happen with the with the group now that that's now that all all that's done with? I know. Right, no but idea what does that have? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this ties into the diabolical <laughs> sacrifice and the and the outcast on the. Uh, it, 
This is dragon. He just make it up. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's uh, the fun part. Uh huh. I mean, you could have been. You were just biding your time as part of the group until you know, the dragon was dead, and you, maybe that gave you some bit of something you needed to proceed with your experiments or something, and you're ready yeah, to go. Yeah, I was thinking my ritual needs a dragon scale. Yeah. So I tagged along. Oh, with that big-ass Warhammer from back in the war days, Anum. That used to be your Warhammer, but I took it away from you. Ah. Bastage. Because you weren't using it. (laughs) 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 My characters, I've come up with a name. I'm not quite sure what his demeanor, well, yeah, I am sure what his demeanor is. Name of my character is Pluto Slink. Pluto Slink? Pluto Slink, an opportunist who just, he's an opportunist that never looks at anyone's dead on. He is always turning slightly <laughs> sideways and looking at you out of the corner of his eyes. Just kind of like, <laughs> he never just stands straight up and looks you dead in the eye. He's always a little bit hunched over, a little bit turned sideways, and a little bit looking to the side, no matter who he's talking to or dealing with. Oh, wow, it is almost nine. I know. <laughs> Looking yeah. at that, it's like, well, wow, wow. We'll get done what we get done, and we'll see how it goes sure. from there. Sure. My character goes by the name Fendratha. Fendratha. And I have been planning for this eventual ritual for years and the dragon slaying was the last step I needed. Oh, good. Naming characters is always the hard part. Isn't it, though? Yeah. I hear cyborging occurring. Yep, yep. Yep, cyborg creeping in. <clears throat> okay, my character's name is um, Pico the Heretic. Pico. Which is probably a good indication of why he was imprisoned. Personally, I think that they're all just picking on me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a miracle you're still alive. Yeah, I think Pico actually is the one in possession of the potion. Okay. (laughs) Because I think Slink was probably, probably, probably wanted to hold on to it. But Pico wisely took it from him and he just went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alrighty. You know what, that Warhammer? Hmm. Yeah. No, I wasn't using it. I was trying to steal it from a dead dead warrior because I was out on the battlefield. Yeah, Pluto Slink is the kind of character that takes the boots off of the victims oh. and looks for jewelry and that kind of thing. Probably in in in, uh, in any kind of skirmish or whatever, he comes along and and waits until one side or the other is winning and trails along behind the winning team and then just loots the battlefield. And yeah, you saw that I was going to get a very serviceable and well-made warhammer and just pretty much said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and if I try to get it back, you'll. If I try to get it back. Out, out, of, out of a matter of pride, what a fellow like Pluto Slink has anything to do with pride, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but wants to get it back for the principle of the thing, if the opportunity very easily presents itself, where it wouldn't be too much effort on my part, then I would try and get the Warhammer back. But if you discovered I was, you'd probably test it out. Mm-hmm. Well, we're set to go, I think. Does anybody have any further details you want to do with their characters here before we get started? Otherwise, you can define them as, as we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just thinking maybe the ritual... Maybe the ritual uh, wasn't something I had planned for quite so long as I thought, but the, as, as I, the player, previously thought. Maybe the ritual is to destroy the town so that we don't have anybody keeping us from the gold. What, and then resurrecting everyone as zombies? Ooh. Yeah, to, to serve... To be your nest? To, to, serve, <laughs> Sorry, to serve the devil that I worship, Yes. And I was an old, crusty veteran that the town sent along hmm. to kind of keep the whole, uh, in the whole crush my enemies thing going there. I'm sort of the personification of the town. Okay. I don't know. Well, we can figure that out as, as we go. Adam, you yeah. want to kick this off? Oh, this is where I either establish or... Or resolve, yeah. Or resolve. I, I couldn't come up with the word. Um, I would like to resolve because I'm being really lazy and my brain is cooked. My brain is cooked with endorphins today. All right, we got to set up a scene for him. Okay, let's see. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying. To, um. <laughs> you and me too. You and me yeah. both. I'm telling you. Yeah. This is this. He's in the wizard's tower looking for something, maybe. Okay. Because he's, you know, the sleazy little rat bastard that he is. He's looking for, for something. Uh, could he be looking for, though? We don't necessarily have to worry about that right now. Oh, okay. Well, then we won't. <laughs> <laughs> and he's rooting around in this cabinet in there, and Bot the ox cutter comes in and slams the hammer down on the top of it. Bam! Come on, we need to get going. We need to haul this gold back to town. Okay. And I, I think that sounds like a good place to throw it to Anum. Yeah. Okay, now I forget. Do I, do I decide whether this is going to go badly for me before or after we play the scene? Uh, we could go either way, really. However we want to do that. This is going to go badly for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, well, all right. We'll, we'll get to the gold. We'll get to the gold. But there's other things around here. The fellow was killed when the dragon battle t- t- happened. Wizard was killed. Flicksnod was killed. I'm not saying you did it. I'm not saying you did it, but there's other things here. You could have uh, jewelry boxes, uh, musical instruments, magical. With the gold, is going to be shared out equally, and everybody's going to have their eyes peeled for it. I just want to see what I can get my hands on. You never give me a credit. You never give me any credit. I so see Series 1 Black Adder here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do we... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do. <laughs> Will no one rid me of this meddlesome priest? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, he he puts his hand on a very expensive-looking bottle. 
but it's empty. There's no potion in it. There's nothing but dust and crap in this cabinet. And and he drops the bottle when you slam the warhammer onto the cabinet and discovers that uh, there was nothing in the bottle anyway. And he's just slumped over and staring at him. Well, what do you well, what do you want me to do? You're all hot and bothered to get the gold back to town. What do you want me to do? You go ahead and tell me. It's not like I have any choice, is it? You've got to haul the cart. I've got to haul it like I'm a pack animal. Like I'm some kind of a pack animal. Well, I'll tell you what, mister. And he's fingering his dagger in his belt and taking his hand away from the dagger every time he sees you looking at him. <laughs> and as he sees you look away, he fingers his dagger again in the belt. Which isn't very sharp, has no poison on it, and uh, would uh, would would probably maybe make a scratch on your leather jerkin, studded leather or whatever you got, and <laughs> do nothing more. But he starts trying to stand up straight, but it's uh, an unfamiliar posture to him, so he gets a little dizzy and then hunches over again, and mutters. And just mutters under his... Hey, fine, I'll hold the cart. I'll hold out. You grab the straps into the poles and get on that tooth. Those wheels don't look very big. I like big wheels on my carts. Like big wheels on my carts. <laughs> little wheels are going to be bumpy and make it harder to pull. Wine moan, wine moan. <laughs> uh, get on with it. <laughs> all right, all right. You sure it's all there? Well, this load will do. This load is good. This load is good to start with. Fine, fine. <laughs> just a big warhammer thing, with just because you're gonna lift it. That's the only reason you got it for me is because I couldn't lift it. <laughs> Show off. So who are you oh. giving the die to, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, oh, oh, oh. The, the, the lifting the yeah the cart. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, black die, uh, what the hell, let's, I'm, I think I'm going to be mathematical and go clockwise and just give the, give the black die to Andros. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's see. I oh, you've got the next scene. I need to make a decision here, huh? Yep. Okay, well, my character is going to be introduced in this scene. I think where I'm coming in here. Mm, okay. I didn't, didn't think I was in the previous scene. My decision, what do I get to decide here? You, you can either set the scene. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you either um, establish the, the scene, or you can, or, or 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 you can let us set it, and then you and then you resolve how it happens. One of one of those two. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I have no idea where this is going. This is interesting. I've, I've uh, got an idea to establish. If you want to take resolve, uh, go ahead. Since we are escaped cellmates. Mm-hmm. What the frack did I name my own character? See, see, Mark, it's not just other people's characters. I can't remember the names of. It's my own. Um, Vendratha. Vendratha. <laughs> God goes and Pico are meeting because they uh, are trying to decide if there's a way they can make off with this gold, leaving their comrades empty-handed, perhaps. Hmm. 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 Sure. Yeah. So, well, I guess we resolve by um, just just by being discovered in the act, I think, and um, wind up with a standoff. Okay. Um, Is that enough of a resolution? We need to get further. Um, I don't know. I think isn't wouldn't a standoff be uh, not a neither a black nor a white die, but a gray die? <laughs> yeah. I could be considered a black die just because well, it's conflict. 
Well, well, and well, the, the, the thing is, it's not even necessarily that it's a matter of, of like, conflict, because you can expect that to happen whenever. It's just, what kind of result does... What kind of result is this for Andros's character, for, for, for uh, Pico? For Pico. Yeah. Because <sighs> that sounds... I mean, you're re- resolving, so it's your call, but it's, it's just from the way it sounded, but if you're getting caught plotting like this, that's yeah. probably a black die, but that's up to yeah. you. No, that sounds good. All right, so... Okay. Do you want to play that out, or...? Sure. Or do we want to sure. bow to the to the clock and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, I say there. Did you see that wizard turned himself into an immense dragon? Right, I've seen it before. You it have? Was, I've seen stuff like that. You wouldn't believe what I've seen in my day. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who would have believed it? Well, I... I never... I... We got rid of him right, right enough, though. I think it's time you and I, you and me, decide to let me skip town with this loot, make a name for ourselves. I have got an idea. We don't even have to worry about this piss-out little town anymore, or these bloaters we got alongside us in the fight. You and I work together. You mean we, tomorrow at midnight, mate? Tomorrow at midnight. We'll do a ritual. We'll do a ritual that'll turn this town upside down! And there'll be nothing <laughs> left for them blokes but zombies. Oh, I say, zombies. Does that mean I can have the captain's fishing boat? You can have the captain's fishing boat. You can have the captain's daughter if you want. Of course, she'll be a little bit, you know, zombified. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pluto, get yourself... Strapped into the cart here. <laughs> Bugger. You, what are you talking about? What's this about the captain's daughter? We no, no, it's about... all about the captain's fishing boat. Fishing boat. I, I can I go out and catch shrimp. And you know what you can do with shrimp? Do you? There are a lot of things you can do with shrimp. This certainly is. You can pour <laughs> that again. shrimp. You can fry that get... shrimp. <laughs> I don't give you can half make a coconut day. shrimp out of coconut out, out of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you go over all the things you can do with shrimp, no, we won't finish. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got the. Has everybody else got the visual of the toothbrushes and the? Yeah. On the floor. Or the, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll just say coconut curry and leave it at that. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah. While while this is being explained, Pluto is noticing that they're talking, and he's just moving faster than he normally would with this cart. Maybe a little bit faster. Yeah. Maybe a little bit faster down the road. So where's that die going, Andros? Uh, let's see. I'm going to send that over to Adam, seeing as oh. how he seems to be pulling this cart downhill. Oh, all right, Eric. Oh, I turn. didn't think of that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think he was just trying to be sneaky and get away with the gold, like a like a little uh, Weasley little dip. Oh, he's but, gonna get a little help there from gravity. Yeah, downhill is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to establish. This is gonna be later. Well, I guess that's obvious, isn't it? But 
Um, passes. Well, not necessarily. You could do flashbacks and that kind of stuff. So. That's true. Yeah, you know what? Let's do a f- let's do a flashback. This was after they've escaped from the from their cell. And they're actually with the with the party going toward where the dragon is is supposed to be. Fendratha, in the middle of the night, sneaks over to um, Pico's bag and tries to steal the mysterious potion that nobody knows what it does. Mm-hmm. How far do I go with this? Is that enough of an establishment, or do I need sure. to do? Okay. That, that could work. Maybe if you want, maybe a little bit more if you want. But that's that, that sets it up pretty well, I think. Okay. And then essentially the rest of us decide whether he was successful or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. I think he happened to have a very similar bottle that he's filled with with water that he kind of exchanges it for, and he ends up with it. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a nearly identical bottle that has just H two O in it. I love it. Okay, good. <laughs> I would like. Yeah, I I I th- I I I personally would like to see Fandratha succeed in making the switch. Mm. That would leave the Culture Brothers with a potion that isn't going to do jack squat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrus, what do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Do we assign dice at this point? Yeah, or if you want to like play it out somehow, like really quickly or or whatever, yeah. we can do that. Well, I think he gets a white dice for being successful for this. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's really not a lot to play out unless he's going to find out that it was taken, which would kind of. No, no, that, that, that sounds scene. good. That, I, yeah. I have no idea whatsoever that that's what ha- what's happened. Okay, so I have one white die. Yeah, but you hand off to somebody else. Oh. Um, well, I'll give it to... Who doesn't have any dice yet? I don't have that any dice be, yet. Yeah. yeah. But, but Mark you, and I you, don't have you, dice. Yeah, you do, well, no, you have one black die, Andros, because oh, Adam gave oh, you do. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Black. Yep, I've got one black and Andros has uh, one black. Okay. All right, then uh, Mark gets the white one. Yeah. Okay. Bought the ox cutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, if anybody really wanted that scene played out, here you go. Look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Okay, they've gotten down the hill and they've established camp for the night. And Bot is standing first watch, and he hears a noise. Mm-hmm. Go. Pluto's got his eyes on Bot, and when he sees Bot tense up from having heard something, he pulls his hand out of somebody else's pack <laughs> quickly and, and pretends to be asleep. Hmm. And it's, uh, Vendra- it's Vendratha sneaking up behind him with a dagger in his hand, trying to pull off the sacrifice. Ooh. <laughs> so does he notice that, the la- that he's there for the last minute and turn around? Maybe Dendrotha gets to uh, hide the dagger in time before it's seen. He's just standing around. Hmm? Okay. I, it, it, essentially, that's the resolve, then. If Buck's, if, no, no, Buck, yeah. Does anyone have a better resolve? We could do... Well, I'd kind of like him not to get, like, killed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this early, in the first but round, yeah. In the yeah. first round. No, that works for uh, me. What he said works fine for me. Okay. The, yeah, the, that would the, end up... The distraction of of um, of Pluto's movement makes him kind of retreat 
you know, because he doesn't mm. wants to make sure he's not caught. And so that would be a successful scene for you. Mm. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Mr. Oxcutter. Escort these uh, ever around there. Back to town, <laughs> show them. Hey, what was that then? <laughs> that was very peculiar. Scott Loft, Scott Loft, Scott Loft, Scott Loft, Scott Loft. And Sala pokes his head out of the tent. But I am so pleased you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a white uh, that's a white die for Mark, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. And I'll throw that back to Blind Geek. Okay. All right. And Adam, you're up. Okay. All right. Here we are. We got uh, we got <laughs> a homicidal necromancer and diabolist. Mm. Who wants to sacrifice Bot? We've got uh, a conspirator with. I want to establish. I'm sorry. Okay. We got a conspirator with Vendratha, okay. or maybe a maybe a reluctant conspirator. Uh, conspirator. Who knows? Who thinks he has a potion uh, and doesn't? But he doesn't even know what it does. Mm-hmm. And Pluto, who just wants. Stuff. Pluto knows that. Uh, yeah, Pluto knows that if he's not, if he, if the gold gets back to town, he's never going to get uh, uh, anything more than maybe a piece, or a half a piece, or a couple of silver just for hauling all this back. And he just doesn't seem to feel that uh, risking his life and its protection is worth his time, and really does believe that there's something back at Flixnord. The Tower of Flixnord to be scavenged, liberated, stolen. So he would like to sneak out of camp on his watch, leaving them all unprotected, and just go back to the tower without being detected. So somebody else is going to have to haul that gold, and they can just. And yes, he's leaving. Leaving camp and going to sneak off. Not going to, not going to be a pack animal. I'm not going to be the mule that pulls the gold. <laughs> hmm. Even I can even find a magical broom or something as a shiny, shiny glass ball or something. He must have things in the in the basement, things that glow or give off light or shiny. That sneak, oh, sneak, 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 sneak. <laughs> Twig snap. <laughs> the Pluto slink or is it Gollum? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> kind of close. Kind of close. I would yeah. Say. yeah. Yeah. Gollum in human clothes with a semi-human face. <laughs> semi-human face and a hammer. Oh no, you don't have the hammer. No, that got easily taken away from me. <laughs> so yes, I yeah, have stuck out. I have hammer into all this. Begun sneaking out of uh, camp and uh, haven't been very quiet about it. Because, let's face it, he's uh, not very good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to be on watch. 
So when Pico wakes up for his watch and finds the like sniveling little weasel Pluto guy gone. Okay. I wake the others up and say that um, Pluto has been devoured by wild animals and carried off in the night. Because obviously he's not here. Hmm. What do you mean he's been carried off? Yeah, we didn't hear any noise from any of them. No, not at all. <laughs> Isn't that... That does seem peculiar, but I'm a very sound sleeper. And we didn't get <laughs> devoured. No, obviously whatever it was was satisfied just to take him. He was the first one whatever it was got to. <laughs> it stands to reason. It stands to reason, that's right. <laughs> I don't see any blood. Quo, yes. Um, no messy viscera for where he was ripped apart by this big creature that you mentioned? Well, then what happened to him? The story's got more holes than your head, mate. <laughs> I think he ran off like he always does. Slams the hammer into the uh, ground. Yeah. Well, didn't he promise he'd stick around this time? Promise. Yeah. I probably should have made him. Hmm. Cheeky little bastard. We should find him. I bet he's out. I bet he's out going about and around. Let's see what he... I'm so used to no metagaming, and this whole thing is like... All it is is metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably... I'll throw this out there, and if anyone objects or feels slighted by it, then uh, I'll retract it. He's probably out gallivanting by that damned wizard tower again. Well, we'd better go check then. Hmm. So is this good or bad for Adam? Because he got away with his initial little sneak away, but... Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that, this is a, a, a gray, gray area here. It's kind of like everybody, everybody knows where he went and is going to go get him, so is that good for him? Or do you had, just simply decide? Huh? But he's also had most of a watch do whatever he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you base it on whether uh, he succeeded in what he wanted, which was to get away and go back to the tower, then that's a white die, but if it's... Uh, but if the fact that he's got three other pissed-off adventurers after him now... Mm-hmm. Then that's a black die. Yeah, how do you decide that? That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the in- initial success since he has... Since he has however much time he would have there between his watch and when Pico started. Okay. Any other thoughts? Hmm. We're overbalancing with white dice in this, uh, or is there... It'll all even out. It'll all even out in the end. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, so I have a white. Yep. I'm giving it to... I'm going to continue clockwise and give it to Blind Geek. I'm going to give it to Fendrotha. Okay. All right. So I got two of them now. So, Andros, you're up. Okay. So I'm going to establish a scene where we get to the tower, and um, the three of us enter the clearing where the tower is just in time to see 
the shadowy form of uh, Pluto's slink slinking out of the tower. I don't know. Anyone have anything to add to that? <laughs> well, it, how does well, it affect you? Oh, how does it affect me? How does um, it affects me because I have pulled out my potion, and I'm going to be debating whether I should um, throw it in case a weapon is called for, or save it just in case it turns out to be something that would be particularly nice to boil shrimp in. <laughs> <laughs> I am in have a dilemma. All right, so we're resolving this. Okay. Nothing. That old that old piece of crap wizard had nothing. He didn't keep anything. That or it all it was all destroyed. What a waste of my time. Oh crap. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Pluto is uh, still hunched over, still, yeah. still crabbing sideways along as he moves, but he's pretending to sleepwalk. <laughs> well, look there. He, he hasn't been devoured by wild animals after all. You were right. <laughs> Told you so. There was no viscera. <laughs> so the real question is, why did you feel the need to lie to us to make us think he was? It seemed like a logical supposition at the time. He wasn't there, so... <laughs> a logical supposition with no blood, no viscera, and no tracks indicating any animals had been around... had been around... Good God, this hurts me throat. At all? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really stack up biscuits, does it? Whatever the hell that means. Yes. Maybe you two are conspiring about something. He seems to be asleep. I don't know how how you can conspire with someone who's asleep. Maybe he was planning on... Maybe he knew there was something there, and you two... Mm-hmm. Maybe you two are planning behind my back. Your back? What about mine? Okay, so how do we think this is going? Here? How is this going? <laughs> this is going badly. It is. He's we really should have had a decision suddenly. <laughs> we really it's should have good. had a second need, I think, because right now it's we've got all this under one need that's not really. Well, I don't know. If the need doesn't end up really coming into it, I mean, it's possible that some of those elements may not be as as like as prominent as as we thought that they would. Starting up, it's going to happen with some elements in any of these. They've been mm-hmm. says so in the in the book, and that's been the experience going in the past. Okay. So we'll mm-hmm. just see what, see what what happens. It, it could well come back given other given the, the change of circumstance later on. But what kind of dye does he get? Black. Adam, what do you think? I can't figure out what, what where. Uh, well, I can't. he doesn't have to have a specific goal in the scene that he either succeeds at or doesn't. It just it's just did the scene go well for him or did it not? Hmm. Essentially, and we'll... All right, so if they, if he's got... Because he said that... Because he said that Pluto was carried off by wild animals hmm. when it is blatantly not true, he's mm-hmm. got the suspicion and ill will of both Bot and Fendratha directed mm-hmm. at him black. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, where's that going, Andros? How are the dice at the moment? I have one black. I have two white. I've got one white. Okay, I'll give the black dice to Adam. 
Okay. Eric, you're up. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, yeah, Pluto is like nearly at the edge of the woods, pretend- <laughs> pretending to sleepwalk. Right. Okay. Fendrotha gets everyone to go- convinces everyone to go back toward to camp. Now that we've got him back, and we've got we can keep an eye on him. And uh, when he's safely out of sight, he doubles back toward the tower and heads purposefully in there toward the back part of the tower where he has set up a secret... I was going to say laboratory, but he's a sorcerer. Whatever the equivalent of a magic... Uh, you know. Um, and he pulls out of his pack the mysterious potion and begins examining it and trying to determine what, in fact, it does. Mm. All right. I have an an idea, but I want to let you all throw some stuff out first. Hmm. All right, Pluto. <clears throat> yeah, Pluto. Uh, Pluto Slink is um, is muttering and complaining because uh, and trying to sleep but can't because you've tied him up, <laughs> claiming that it's for his protection. Because if he should sleepwalk again, then they wouldn't be. You know, they couldn't guarantee his safety. Somebody might not see him leaving the camp, so they should tie him up to pr- protect him from his own sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Nod, nod, wink, wink, say no more. <laughs> so he's just kind of like half-dozing off and being pissed off about being tied up. It's also to the cart. Yeah, his arms are tied, and he's tied to the to the, <laughs> to the cart in the front where he would normally pull it anyway, and his legs are free. This is resolving Eric's scene how? I just... That's where Pluto is. Okay. You had some other ideas about this. I, I, I was thinking something a bit more more direct as far as what Lion Geek was doing is what I had in mind. Andros, you have anything? Uh, let's see. Um, he goes back to the tower, finds the magic circle or whatever, the, the ritual uh, place, and um, pulls out his potion to try and, um, and um, use it in his, his, his dastardly ritual to turn everyone into a zombie. Um, and I think we might very well get caught in that also if, if, if he succeeds. Well, I was thinking that he would get to his lab and find out that it had been ransacked from when, from when uh, Pluto was there. Mm, good. It was a complete mess. Yes. What the bloody hell?! <laughs> My God, I wasn't looking at it the right way at all. Yeah. I keep thinking in old game terms, it's like, okay, what's your character doing? And it's like, no. No, what is the other character it's doing? It's a Fendrothis scene, yeah. and yeah. yes, you can actually affect the environment of another character while you're not playing. I, I thought, no, yeah, a, it was something. It's a weird shift. It is weird. It's like, what's your character? What's your character doing? What's your char- Where is everybody, and what are they doing, and what are you going to do next? Uh, no, it doesn't have to work that way. Wow. Very cool. I like what Mark came up with. Yeah. I do too. Um, <laughs> the bloody hell, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a black die for. Okay. Fendrotha. Can I can I add something to the resolution? Even though it's there's a there's a key component missing. Oh yes. Mm. Yes 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 yes. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right, so you have a black die to hand off to somebody. Oh, Andros. Okay. 
That's two black dice for me, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so... <laughs> it's 20 to 7. I know. Damn it all. <laughs> this is starting to get good, too. I think I will resolve, so you all set me up. Okay. You have the uh, hammer, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got the war hammer. Okay. He can... It, yeah, he could come out of a come out of a, a, a light doze because he probably doesn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. See that there are tracks leading away from the camp, and and just get so thoroughly pissed off that people keep going back to this tower that he's going to put an end to it, mm-hmm. or at least find out what for and get him to stop. Inadvertently providing himself as the missing ingredient because he's the intended victim. Hmm. Or is is it? Um is he? Is it him, or is the hammer possibly uh, also an implement that must be used in the ritual? That can I be think handled the hammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That can be handled later. That is a, a neat oh. I, idea. So, so like, don't ditch it because that, that okay. could be useful later. It just doesn't really. I'm not sure. It. it, it so, so initially, at least get, get getting him to move off toward the tower is what's important right now. Right. And I guess um, Pico's on watch where they, they stuck him as, as a punishment for waking everybody up with the wild animal story. <laughs> San Diego's wild animal story. Next on Geraldo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess as a resolution, I get over to the, towards the, the tower, huffing and puffing, whatever, after I've, I've been woken up and informed of Yet another departure towards the thing. Uh-huh. I go bash open the, 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 the door, step in, and a sack is hauled over his over, over his head and you know he's and that and he's and many hands are dragging him to the to the ground. Ooh. Oh crap. Okay. I'd say that's a black die. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm throwing that to Andros. Hmm. And we are now at wow. the at the tilt. Okay. So let's everybody, see. roll the dice in front of you and uh, add them up. Nobody has so has mixed dice colors. Just just add up what you've got and whoever has the highest of your colors. I have a four. Just I whichever one's higher. Guys. I threw it I. I rolled a six. No, nope. uh, it's, it's, it's basically total all of of your dice, and ah. it's of that that color. Oh, okay. Whoever, so. ha- whoever has the highest roll in in their particular color gets to pick some of the tilt elements. So basically, it'll be either you or Animal pick one of the tilt things, and either Eric or I will pick the other. Okay, I have an eight then. I have a six and a two. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get, Adam? I got snake eyes. All right, so Andros, you're picking one. Eric, what did you get? Snake eyes as well. So I'm picking the other. So what we will do then is the un- currently unused dice will be rolled, and we'll do those just like the uh, setup was, but we'll use the tilt instead. Uh, I have no idea if the tilt table is still in the chat from the last time we used it. Oh, dear. Oh, it's the same tilt table? Yeah. Yeah, I was looking for it in the module here. Now, the uh, yeah, tilt is not... in the main book. Oh. 
tables in the main book. Let me. What unused dice are you referring to? Because we used we okay. used all the dice. Well, no, we had two black dice and two white dice for each of us. Right. And that, 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 and that, 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 that whole di- pool that we rolled at the very beginning, we used for the setup. And then, we, we, right. and then that is the, the, the pool. Then, then those get set aside after the setup. And those are the, the, the pool of dice that we're drawing from for the, these scenes that we're handing around here. There are still eight dice that have not been handed out. Those will be handed out in Act 2. Or, or rather, they will be in Act 2. It's the same as Act 1, except that you keep the dice that you get in Act 2. Oh, okay. I see. And so that's right, have... because that's right because if we were playing this around an actual table, we would be taking from a pile of 16 dots. Gotcha. Never mind. All right. I got it now. And we've got two twos, two threes, two fives, and two sixes. Let me see if I can find the tilt table here. And this is you and Andros, Andros that are picking? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll each pick one primary, and then we'll each pick the... Pick a uh, pick the secondary as well. Uh, Andros, you want to pick the first primary? Hmm. So we got what two twos, two threes, two fives, and two sixes, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, five for paranoia. Okay. <laughs> that seems appropriate. And for my primary, I will pick a six for failure. So, uh, Andros, you can pick what the failure is, and then I'll pick the, the uh, paranoia one. Uh, let's see. Oh, we can't pick one for failure. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Or two, for that matter. Two is a favorite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we had two twos. No? Hmm? I thought we had twos. Oh, we, we do have twos. Yes. We have two twos. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. We'll use new number two, precious something precious on fire. <laughs> and for paranoia, I'll use the, that la- that other five. Some the, the the thing you stole has been stolen. <laughs> Excellent. We were kind of already heading that way. <laughs> <laughs> Can Let's I do a retcon? What do what, what, what you want to do? Instead of having him take the potion out of his pack and be examining it, when he goes into the thing, the uh, whole tent, mm-hmm. the whole place is, is ransacked, and the item that is missing, which he believes is key to the ritual, is in fact the mysterious potion that nobody knows what it is. Oh, nice. So now he, now he thinks that, what's his, that uh, Pluto must have it. Hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cool. And at some point, something has to catch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I should have waited on that because that kind of is the thing you have that was stolen has been stolen. So. Uh-huh. Oops. We can still work it in. As a matter of fact, I was going to work that in myself at some point if someone else did. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Act 2 works the same as Act 1, except that you keep the dice that you get this time. And the last one, whatever, despite whatever color it may physically be, can go either way as far as the scene goes. So, but it, but for the dice math at the end, it still counts as whatever color it actually is. So, Adam, you're up. Uh, yeah. Screw it. 
Pluto is just a, too thoroughly depressed to even uh, uh, consider. And he's just, I'm establishing. Uh huh. He uh, he's just uh, too, too too depressed to even bother with anything else anymore. All of his plans have come to naught except for one, and that was to find this really cool bottle in the tower. <laughs> and it and it. As uh, as he's tied up and he's in the front of the cart and squatting on the ground, knowing that uh, his his the next thing is gonna be he's gonna be forced to do is to pull this gold. He's like, "The hell with it! I'm drinking this potion." <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> maybe maybe it'll, maybe it'll transform me into a beast that could rip the guts out of everybody else in this in this in this area. That'll be fun. <laughs> Make for a nice change. Glug, 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 glug. That's idea. as much establishment. It's a cyborg creeping in. Yeah, that's as much establishment uh, as I want to do. Part of the resolution, I suppose, whether it goes well or not for me, is what happens with the potion, and that's up to you guys. Eric, you said you had something? I do. Uh, it's a love potion. Oh, no. <laughs> that's outstanding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And the object of his love is going to be... (laughs) Let's see. Hang on, I'm looking at my little notes here. Who should he see? Let's see, where did we last find uh, Bot? Where was he? Bot was having a sack hold over his head at the, at the, the tower. Okay, so it can't be him. Or could it? No, he's not in the tower, so there's really no way to have that work. So, actually, you can decide where. Well, yeah, I think can't he decide where Pluto is when this happens? Or did I? Because I didn't put that. De- yeah, I did put that detail in. Well, there's no reason why he'd still be in the tower. He's gotten away with the thing, so he's. Well, the yeah, object. Okay, you know what? The, the object doesn't have to be determined right now. We can determine that in the later scene. True. So he drinks the potion and something doesn't happen. <laughs> hmm. So what kind of die does he get for this? Um, I see a white die myself. But that's really, I'm thinking black. What's your rationale? Love is a good him. thing, and it, and it didn't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you know, I was there thinking, okay, he catches on fire. But, you know, <laughs> he bursts into flames or he turns into a spiny sponge. Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a potential. Sure, it'll complicate his life later, but right now it's a good thing. Depends on who it is. But right now it's a good but thing. Right now well, it's what? a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be one of the other characters. It could be anything. Yeah, suppose he stares into the into a puddle of water when he wants to splash some on his face first thing in the morning, and he sees himself. Mm. <laughs> he becomes a narcissist. What <laughs> <laughs> if he sees this mule that's been just standing outside the tower? Wow, a narcissistic, sniveling, opportunistic weasel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, he's kind of already in love with himself. That's why he's gone yeah, through away pretty much. You know yeah. this difference. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay, so I so keep this white die, right? Oh, white die, you all. White die, you all. Do you, sure. You, I mean, if if you all really think it'll be a, a like black die, I can go with it. I just think that 
Hmm. Well, I was thinking if he runs into Andros or something, and that's the person he ends up falling in love with, then that could be bad. Oh, I hope he likes shrimp then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with this, you know. <laughs> wow. So what die are we giving him? Oh, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I don't care. We can do white. That's fine. White sounds good. All right. White die, Adam. Thank you. Andros, you're up. Okay. So, I'm on watch. Two of our folk are, are just plain gone. And, um, what is that? That's leaving me... Was it... it bot got <laughs> captured, right? Yeah. So, it's just me and Pluto hanging out by this cart with all this gold on it, right? Right. Say no. I know. <laughs> But it's the middle of the night still, right? Is it? Oh. Well, okay, no. This has all been going on so long, it's now morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it's morning, the others aren't back. For all I know, they've been carried off by wild animals. So <laughs> He's obsessed with wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor shrimp. Poor shrimp. So, wild yeah, forest not, shrimp. Wild water, shrimp. Otherwise, <laughs> Feral dire shrimp. <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> Killer prawns from outer space. <laughs> from outer space. Yeah. Dire shrimp. Oh, wow. Well, <coughs> I as well haul this cart on down, and um, we'll 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 head to the tavern and and. Drink a toast and in memory of our departed friends. <laughs> Sound good to you? Sound good. Does, does what sound good to me? I I, oh. I worship you. <laughs> you are my life. I will spend all my waking hours. <laughs> Gathering as much shrimp for you as you desire. <laughs> and he starts rubbing his face on your feet. <coughs> he starts rubbing. Uh, Pico, uh, Pluto starts rubbing his face on Pico's feet. Just going. <laughs> All right then. Well, let's just go ahead and pick up that uh, cart and let's get going. With with such pleasure to fulfill your commands. <laughs> Uh, you are such an incredibly beautiful creature. I could learn to love shrimp too. Picks this thing up and yeah. Oh, that is that is heading off. That's yeah, that's disturbing. <laughs> Starts heading off to, to town. But that does go well for the shrimp industry. But yeah, this yeah. Innovate, uh, get to town successfully, and that's a white die. That's a white die. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Is that good for everybody? I like it. Yep. <laughs> Eric, that works for me. Okay. And Eric, you're seen. Okay. This is a sick frickin' movie. It is. <laughs> I know. In a fury, in a fury, friend Fendratha, who I'm going to kill myself for naming him something which keeps slipping out of my head. Uh, Fendratha has left the tower and is, uh, and eventually through through the the townspeople and everything learns where it is in the bar, or what bar, what tavern they are in. And he throws open, slams open the door and stalks in and goes right to uh, P where Pico 
and Pluto, Pico and Pluto, <laughs> are sitting, and he grabs Pluto by the throat. Where is it, you little wanker? I've had just about enough of your... Where's the potion? <laughs> I've got something to add. <laughs> we are resolving, after all. Yes. Oh, we're resolving. Yeah. That's right. And oh well, let me finish my because I have a I'm leaving it on a cliffhanger that will be fun to resolve. Um, actually, I don't know if this works. I may have to rethink this. Where's the the gold is outside? I'm assuming where in the cart. In the cart, which is where outside the bar. The well, actually, is. since you're oh. establishing the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard Pico say that, and I was kind of like, well, okay, he's obsessed with he. he Assumes creatures carry people off if they're not there, and he's obsessed with shrimp. Is he going to be really all that logistically brilliant about what to do with a cart full of gold? So no, just, so yeah. I'm going to say the cart is next to them at the table at, in the bar, <laughs> the of the bar. And oh wow, okay. He, he uh, and and Pluto's too far gone to care. Mm-hmm. And when he comes in, he's where's that potion, you little wanker? And he and uh, I, that's right. I can say what your character does. That's this is throwing me off. I keep thinking, <laughs> I have to, huh? Too, but keep in mind that we resolve. Yes. No. I'm. I'm. I'm leading somewhere here. Okay. I'm not okay. Entire scene over. Okay. Let's see. The the uh, and so he starts sniveling. The you know what? I've dealt with enough of your crap for the last time. And he takes his staff and hurls a fireball, which Pluto is able to extricate himself from his grip, and therefore the fireball does not hit Pluto. Uh -oh. What does it hit? It hits... The, the cart. Tavern. The cart. What? The cart. The cart. Something okay. precious bursts into flames. Ah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right, I just wanted... Uh, Pluto's going to deliver his line for the scene. I drank it. Okay, I'm done. That's when he... Yeah, <laughs> and then that's point. when he's... Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with you. For the last time. Yes. After the fireball gets gets thrown, Pluto stumbles up to Fidratha, takes him by the robes, and then is just like, I drank it, and then vomits it back up on him. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 oh. Is it still potent? Does it still have an effect? We can find out next scene. <laughs> what kind of what kind of die are we giving him? We've got three of each left. Uh, uh, whose scene was this? This, this was, was Eric's this scene. <laughs> this was Eric's think, scene. Oh, okay. I don't think it went uh, well for him. I think he should get a black. Yeah, that sounds good. Black die. Damn. Do I still keep track of the two white die that I had before, yes. or can I just... Okay. Yes. Yeah, you still have those. Okay. Because at the end, when we figure out the aftermath, you'll roll all of them to see how things turned out for your character. Mm. Okay. As for me, I'm tied down to this stone table as they pull the... As Fendratha's fellow cultists pull the, the bag from over Bot's head, their daggers glistening, and they're all... And one of them starts to step forward, and then one's like, no, we must wait until the high priest returns. Mm. 
Do they get to gibber sinisterly? sinisterly? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, gibber. In a of course, sinister manner, wants... yes. <laughs> of Do course, they produce Bot... sinister gibberish? Yeah. <laughs> of course, Bot wants none of this, so what happens? Could be worse. They could be leering suggestively. Okay. Who says they aren't? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bot. Uh, I think Bot actually manages to rip one hand away from his bonds, and um, grab one of these suckers by the front of the tunic and smash his head down on the altar that he's strapped to. Yeah, were we oh. still going with the idea that he's a badass that is going to be sacrificed? Because if he is, this is about the time when the badassery should should probably be revealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what the hell if that uh, if that particular cultist was carrying a torch then. <laughs> Flicksnard's tower is set on fire, which could be a good or a bad thing, considering he's still got three limbs still attached to, uh, or he's still tied down on the altar, but just one limb free, so he's got to get away in time to not be burned alive in this tower, if everybody likes that. Works for me. This is turning into a typical Gutter Skypes episode. Everything's, <laughs> yeah. everything's got to be set on fire in the Gutter Skypes. Absolutely. Sure. The Pyro what Podcast. Like that? Yeah. Let's see white. Okay, so, uh, yeah, these, these monks are, are surrounding him, enchanting him. Everybody join me together. Yeah, you come over here and say that. And he does, and the... Uh, ah! Ow! I don't want to do that again. I should have learned one game about banging on the table. Ooh, are you all right? I just sent the dice flying all over the place. Uh, someone, uh, tell me what all dice you all have again, because I completely lost that. Oh, <laughs> okay. One black, two white for me. All right. Uh, one white and two two black, yeah. yeah. All right. Two black and one white. All right. Retrieve another white from my bag because I apparently sent one flying somewhere that I can't find it. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it was worth it because you knocked out a cultist. You bashed a cultist, yeah. Mm. Wait a minute. One, two, three. Yeah, you've only got one white die. Although this scene should should have resulted in another white die for you. Yeah, which would give me two. Yeah. We should have had 16 total. Four. Uh, Andros had three black and... Oh, two black and, and one white. And one Two black? I have, three, I have three written down for you. Oh, okay. I'll take that. The, the very last black die went to you. Oh, okay. Uh, in that pr- uh, earlier round. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up with 12 altogether, given out so far. Yeah. Every time I start hitting the table, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, put your shoe back on and... I might have... Act, well, no, this, this is like in that one Fringeworthy game. I might have, have actually lightly broken my arm doing that. Oh, God. Oh, my, damn. Not, oh, my gosh. Because my arm was all messed up for a good month after that, and I never really connected it. Uh, and it's fine now, but I think I, I may have given it some kind of... Hairline fracture or something. something, God, when you hit a table, you don't screw around, man. (laughs) Wow. I certainly didn't then. That's a solid... So I should theoretically have have three white dice then? 
I actually only see two. Two. I only have written two down. And that includes the one you just got for this past scene. And it's... And it's ten after ten. <laughs> Do we want to just call it at this point? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Morning, and I lost track of who has what anyway, so... What do you suppose would happen if we rolled them as is? For resolution. And they all lived happily so ever after. You, you, you ask that now that I've gathered them all up. Well, I can roll mine anyway. If everybody knows what theirs are, I'll go, we can go ahead and do that, sure. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> so basically, when you, if you have two different colors, you'll add up mm -hmm. each color, subtract the smallest from the highest, and that is your total for that for the the color you rolled higher on. So let me know that. Okay, five. Okay, with my Alrighty. two white dice, I rolled eight, which is white eight. Nothing to to crow of, about. Not better, but not way worse either. Maybe the car is wrecked, or your wife is leaving you, or there's a court date. But compared to some of the other people you know. Hmm. I, I rolled a black four. Black four. Savage. Savage as in something is broken or mashed. Maybe you've got a permanent limp and a bad reputation, plus you totally fail. Ooh. <laughs> Big change in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I've got a black nine. Black nine. Nice. Uh, that's n n nothing to write home about. Back to where you started. Maybe sore and broke, just like yesterday and tomorrow. You probably learned something, though, like how to do it right next time. Next time. <laughs> <coughs> White two. White two. Merciless. You might not be dead on the outside, but you sure as hell are dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds you have suffered will never heal. The future is a brick wall. Wow. And it's all your fault, you little weasel. <laughs> but you should try the you should try the shrimp. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's lovely this time of year. <laughs> it's yeah, we're barbecuing it on the burning remains of the cart with the gold on it. <laughs> That's true. At least gold does really go away when you burn it. <laughs> and speaking of cooking fish, there's the thing mm. I was going to mention. There's this this guy who you know is watching this the chef making fish, you know, you, know how you you like and he's always putting the fish on the on those like wooden planks like they like is the big thing to do now. Mm. And he's always putting these these certain spices on it, but it's always a little bit different each time. And the guy asks about that and the chef answers well, time is relative, but Planck's constant. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I, I didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was ambush. That was... <laughs> Genuine ambush. The, the best ones are. You, absolutely. Yeah. Plank's constant. All right. All right. I'm going to have one for now. I'm not going to do it now, but I'm going to have one for next time. Just remind me. Okay. Okay. 
Cool. That was dark. That yeah. was way darker than our normal uh, fiasco stuff. We usually get well, in the... Well, I don't know. The last time we played fiasco, my character wound up with a seriously bad result. <laughs> yeah. It was darkly humorous, though, at the yeah, very least. that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah that, it didn't... It, you know what? The whole tone of this... The whole tone of this was uh, absolutely nobody was going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole tone of it was kind of like, okay, folks, this is four separate train wrecks waiting to happen. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you just sit back and watch. Yeah. This is probably again, closer to the... The name uh, of the game is... Is... Fiasco. Fiasco. <laughs> so maybe tonight uh, we played it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe today was with more Cameron Brothers tonight than ever than any other attempt we made. Yeah, wow. Sur- survival seems to be the best outcome. <laughs> I th- yeah. It's funny that when I when I first was thinking about this game, I thought I'm not gonna really be into this game because I don't, you know, you're gonna see your care, you're gonna everybody's out to screw each other, and and I thought, but the but the thing about it is, you know, going in that that's the yeah. case. So when you're yeah. seeing it happen to your character, you don't go, what a dog. It's like. Oh, this is great! How is you know <laughs> just watching it all go to hell and laughing hysterically? Things are as they should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you once again, Mr. K, for uh, keeping the numbers uh, straightened out and setting us up and and emceeing, uh, well, essentially GMing fiasco for us. This was fun. It's a big favorite of mine now. It really is. It always has been, but this is just this is one I can keep coming back to. You know what's and you know what's cool is we could take this very same module and roll those eighteen. Is it eighteen or sixteen? Sixteen dice. It was uh, sixteen for us this time, yeah. At the beginning, uh, with uh, even with even with us, but uh, adding Nikki, adding Nikki in as a character, and which would give us twenty care, which would give us twenty dice. Oh, twenty dice, and it'd be an entirely, entirely different game. Yep. Or story, rather. Whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's cool. All right. It's, 20, uh, it's get, coming up on 20 after 10 here on the East Coast, and I don't want to keep you guys up too late. Yeah. So, uh, so next time, she's back next time, right? So next time we're doing SLU? Yep. I think so, yeah. Okay. And that's, I don't have a date. Man, and what is do this? I take it for the, uh, the, the 23rd? Is that two? That's two weeks from tonight. Is the twenty third? Yeah. Okay. Oh cool. crap! I don't Uh-oh. know if I can. Uh oh. Son of a bitch! I think that's when my sorry, my wife is leaving for London for three months, mm. and I think she's leaving that day. So I will not be. I don't know if I'll be. Well. No, I should. I. I'll have to get back to you. I don't know what time her plane leaves, okay. so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. We're having to drive out to Portland, which is about a two and a half hour drive. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a nice I'm not airport. Sure what time though. we'll be back. It is. Mm. Um, yeah, dang! I may just want to say. Well, we can play that by year, but uh, it, yeah. let's let's put it this way: we'll we'll try something else uh, if you're unable to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you are, obviously, it'll be SLU. Right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, cool. And and we were and do, do I take it that the the preference after SLU, uh, I know that I was thinking either Doctor Who or Tunnels and, and Trolls. Do I take it that we have a Tunnels and and Trolls preference? 
from what you were saying earlier, Adam? Well, I said that's the tunnels and trolls was was uh, my vote. Sounds for, good. To uh, me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. And we'll figure out what's up next next time. So. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Excellent. All right, everybody. Thanks, Mark. That was awesome. I yeah. gotta take a major bio break, so I'm saying good night and splitting. So, <laughs> talk right. to you guys Me too. Next time. See you later. <laughs> good night, guys. Okay, everybody. Good night. Stay safe. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye. And there it was. You never know what's gonna happen. Neither did we. And that's uh, that. Of course, is most of the fun. Watching the story unfold. As it progresses, Bully Puppet Games fiasco. This uh, the, I, I I have a feeling I have a vague, funny feeling this is not the last fiasco game you're going to hear from the Gutter Skypes because we do just keep coming back to this one um, because it's just a, an excellent, excellent one-shot game. Uh, next time we get together, we're hoping that we can proceed where we left off with Sex Lies and Ultra Spies upon Nikki's return. But until then, thanks again, and see you then.